Hello, Ducks fans. Welcome to another episode of the Quack Report. My name is Carter, and I'm joined by Nate, where on this episode, we will talk about the Ducks and the Bruins, and the Anaheim Ducks just in general, and the reverse retro jerseys as well, because those got dropped. So we're going to be going a little bit more in depth on the Anaheim one than we did on our previous episode, since that was uh, recorded Wednesday evening, just before the jerseys dropped. So we speculated. We tease about it, yeah. Yeah, I mean, we kind of... We, we talked about your mock-up, which is was like, wasn't that? No, that was the hundred percent right. You got it, didn't you? Yeah, I did. I yeah. I, I was saying that it was going to be the collar. It's it's mm-hmm. whenever I try to predict things, it's always the collar that's yeah. off. And yeah, I I got it right, so I was very happy with that. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Good job. Good job. Uh, thank you. I tried. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you got some of the other ones good too, because you did like Calgary, Edmonton mockups, and and a few other teams, and like you got a lot yeah. of those ones right too, and it was just the collar, like you said. The the Calgary and Edmonton ones were kind of funny because Edmonton's I had made before the first ones even came out. It was just like, oh, this would be cool to see because I think they were already unveiled at that point. Oh no, no, they weren't yet. But I was just like, mm-hmm. oh, this would be a fun idea. Yeah, and yeah, it was the collar that was off. But I guess I thought of it a bit more as like, oh, if they brought this back as an alternate rather than a reverse retro, I think it was the idea of it. That's right. Yeah. Um. Oh yeah, because in the because in the collar I'd put uh, for Colby. Um, right. Because that was after Colby Cave passed away. Yeah. Oh and, yeah. Uh, and the yeah, Calgary so was- one was before we knew the retro program was coming back. Um. Mm-hmm. Before I even knew, and. Uh, um, yeah, that was just like, a, oh, if it came back, this would be a fun idea. And I was only off by, I think it was like the bottom sleeve stripe and like the hem of the collar. So, mm-hmm. yeah, so I, I was pretty happy with some of those. <laughs> just like, yeah. oh, okay, sweet. Like they, they, yeah, we're all on the same, we're on the same mind track here of what we maybe want to see. So it's kind of cool. Yeah, no, that is cool. Um, yeah, before we get into the game here. Um, also, I, I should just clarify right off the bat, we're recording this before the Detroit and Anaheim game on Sunday afternoon, so we will be pushing that conversation to uh, Wednesday, our, our Wednesday-Thursday episode there, so um, unless like something wild happens, in which case we might do a quick little okay, insert. Let's, let's insert yeah. this in here, but... Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll just push in that conversation just to make room for the reverse retros because I think that's a, a probably going to be a little bit of a more exciting and bigger conversation than uh, the game against the Red Wings. But you never know; could be cool. So yeah, uh, and some of the stuff in the Red Wing blah, Red Wings game might carry over into our discussion about the Tampa game as well. So mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, exactly. Which we can say as well. We will be doing another watch along for that yeah. on the THPN YouTube channel, so you can. Follow that, the Hockey Podcast Network YouTube channel there. Um, We'll be doing a live watch-along for the Tampa Bay Lightning and Ducks game this Wednesday, 7 p.m. Pacific time. Be sure to drop in, drop a like on the stream, hang out, send a few chat messages. And yeah, it's just overall a good time. We uh, we don't show the game, but we we watch it live. We have some stats up on the side so that you Mm -hmm. can sync it with with your game there. And then it's... uh, yeah, it's just a great community. We get lots of good questions, lots of good engagement. The one we did to start the season was a ton of fun. Yeah, that it was, was good. Uh, 
yeah, especially with the comeback win there. So I'm hopefully. excited with the reverse retro talk and all that, like that we're going to do today, but like how fresh mm-hmm. it is. I'm excited specifically for all the questions that Donnell is going to have in that live chat if he's, yeah. if he's on there. So yeah, he loves to get the Jersey talk going. So that's, yeah. uh, that'll be it good. Was, uh, it, it was much to my pleasure as well to see him, uh, as, uh, some of you may know I'm also part of uh, Aesthetics with their Talkback crew, which I'm thinking we'll probably do another episode for the Reverse Retros. I haven't mm-hmm. heard anything yet about us trying to get together or that yet, but um, I'm sure that'll be on its way mm-hmm. as well. But uh, yeah, Chris from Aesthetics there was up at uh, 7.30 Pacific for the 8 a.m. drop of all of these oh, jerseys <laughs> to live stream on YouTube for his channel um and uh it, it warmed my heart to see Dunhill in the chat actually there as well so nice Dunhill that's awesome jerseys yeah. just as much as i do <laughs> yeah yeah that's cool um what else was oh yes and then after that watch along we'll be going live on our youtube channel which if you're watching the video yes. you already know where to be so we did this isn't for you but for the people that don't know and just want some uh live post game reaction and some good engagement uh the quack report on youtube uh, actually i think it's it might be at Quack Report Pod by then because YouTube is doing handles now, like Twitter. Yeah, and I'm, I'm keeping an eye on the email for as soon as that becomes available for us. So yeah, but either way, we're pretty easy to find uh, on YouTube there, and links are all all over episodes and our social media. So you can find yeah. us on there, no problem. If you found this episode, uh, but we'll be going live like five minutes after the game is over just to uh, break down the game, give our thoughts, reactions, and and all that stuff, just like we normally do. It's just going to be live. So and then. The rest of the episode will uh, accompany that on Thursday morning when everything else is, um, along with everything else. So yeah. it won't be it won't be immediately after the game like our usual live streams, but you'll still get the same discussion just on Thursday morning for everything that doesn't involve the Tampa Bay Lightning game. So yeah, uh, hope that clears everything up. I think that's all of the housekeep. Oh no. Also, down in the description of this podcast, whether you're watching on YouTube or listening on your favorite podcasting platform, a couple of links. One, for a feedback form. If you have any uh, thoughts, comments, questions, concerns with the Quack Report, we would love to hear about that. And also, merch store. We've got uh, some merch. Nate is still working on a very cool design that I don't know anything about yet, uh, but it should be coming very, very soon. So keep an eye out on that. I'm trying to have it for this week. Schoolwork and... Uh, uh, it takes priority, obviously. Uh, yeah, so. schoolwork and uh, appearances on other shows has been kind of the thing this week for me. Yeah, you're so a popular guy. Was, yeah, Tuesday, I think it was... Tuesday, I uh, appeared on Flames Unfiltered uh, with Brad Bird there. Um, Wednesday, we did our show as usual. Mm-hmm. Thursday, uh, as the Flames game started, uh, Audie James, who was on the Barnburner uh, hockey podcast that was part of the of uh, THPN, um, he's now doing Game Over Calgary with the SDPN there, uh, the Steve mm-hmm. Dangle Podcast Network, and asked if I wanted to be uh, if I could come on and be his co-host for that episode as uh, his usual co-host, Peter Klein, wasn't able to. So uh, a little last minute, but I was totally down for it. So that mm-hmm. was really fun to do. And then Friday, I hopped on with uh, with Neil from the Devil's State of Mind podcast here on the network. Um, if you watch the watch-alongs, uh, you definitely know who Neil is. He loves to do those things, and he does mm-hmm. great work doing it. Yeah. And uh, we did a reverse retro ranking as well. Um, I found out as we were doing that stream on Twitter that uh, apparently I am the uh, I, it's uh, our 
our boss, uh, Dylan, apparently calls me the, I think it's like the Jersey connoisseur for the oh, network yeah. <laughs> or something like that. So it's kind of laughing at that. I, I, I didn't realize. So, but that's uh, the nice way of saying Jersey geek. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, and then, um, yeah, I think next week as well, I'm going to hop on, uh, Tendy Talk there, which is another show on the, on the network here. So yeah, it's been, it's been busy for appearances, but, uh, mm-hmm. it's a good time. So, and, yeah. uh, Carter, I know for you specifically as well, uh, Audie wants to bring us both on at some point. So we can talk about that okay. a bit more after. Oh, yeah. For like a, for a Ducks thing, I'm assuming. Yeah, but all, like with yeah. Game Over, though. So oh, yeah. yeah. I know, yeah, I know cool. we'd like to do that. So Yeah, sounds good. Yeah. I'm down. We'll uh, let everyone else know when that happens. So Yeah, we're getting, cool. we're getting out there, everybody. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so... Um... Oh, yes. I wanted to ask you just because uh, Halloween's coming up. And then we'll get into the Ducks game. So just okay. a, a quick conversation here. Um, I mean, I, I know what you're doing for Halloween, but uh, what are you doing for Halloween, Nate? Um, my girlfriend and I are dressing up as Cosmo and Wanda from the Fairly Odd Parents. And oh, am... you changed it. <laughs> oh, what, what, what did you, told, you... You told me Fat Thor and Black Widow. Oh, that's what I was wanting to do. Oh. But it kind of <laughs> got kiboshed. I think it was... Uh, yeah, the girlfriend put out a poll... Uh, on her social media, and it was, uh, yeah, it was Fat Thor and Black Widow. Um, yeah, Cosmo and Wanda, and uh, what was it? Um, oh, like grandparents, like grandpa and grandpa kind of thing. Like, just, like dress up oh, as, yeah. as old versions of ourselves. Yeah. Um, basically, I just have a gray beard because my genetics are flawless otherwise, um, <laughs> <laughs> as, we, as we all know very well. Um, <laughs> But uh, yeah, Cosmo and Wanda won. So uh, I think the only thing I need left is just like a white button shirt that I don't mind if it gets dirty, basically. Fair. Um, yeah. With uh, with us partying kind of thing. But uh, yeah, Cosmo and Wanda will be what oh, we're nice. doing this year. So no no fairy wings. I would not be able to handle that. Yeah, um, that, that's just asking for a disaster. Yeah, exactly. But uh, no, I'll do the... I'm not going to dye my hair green as much as I thought about it. Mm-hmm. Um We'll see like the spray color in it and oh, that yeah. kind of thing. Wear wear crowns and it'll it'll be a fun time. So that's good. Yeah, that, yeah, I, that's awesome. Yeah, I, I totally thought that you were doing. <laughs> I thought uh, I thought we had told you. Okay. No, no, you might you might have told my girlfriend, but I don't remember her saying anything. So that it's it's absolutely news yeah. to me. Like I would remember that. Okay. That's, oh yeah, there that's you awesome. Go. Very, <laughs> yeah, very cool. Cosmo and Wanda. So it'll be I'm, good. I'm very excited to see that. <laughs> and then you're doing something Game of Thrones, right? Yeah, I'm going as Jon Snow and my girlfriend as Egret, who is ah, Jon okay. Snow's lover for a couple seasons before she, spoiler alert, gets murdered. But that's how it always goes. So, <laughs> Oh, hey, f- hey, spoiler alert for your own relationship. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> All of life is a TV show. All of life is just a simulation, everybody. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, we're going We're going pretty hard for, for those ones. We got like nice. a bunch of... Uh, old like leather and like camo stuff from um from value village and we're like cutting it up and sewing it back together so it's gonna be it's gonna be a lot of fun yeah and we're because we're putting a lot of work into it when we go to comic-con in uh april probably just like reuse those costumes okay i want to do that so bad i want to do it yeah it's so fun it was my first one was last year and it was a blast i don't know why i never went sooner so yeah we'll uh we'll, we'll definitely get you going uh, I was this year, so I was saying to my girlfriend, not not San Diego, San Diego Comic Con, no, no, whole no. other level, but like <laughs> that would be yeah. a lot of fun to do. But even just like One Calgary yeah. Comic Con is really big here, good. for at least in Canada. Um, mm-hmm. 
but uh yeah no i was i was just saying to my girlfriend i was like yeah like i i want to drop these last pounds kind of thing so i can like look decent in a spider-man suit again and like there, there's people out there that like like how jerseys are my hobby in a way right like cosplay mm-hmm. is their hobby and like yeah they get these like they um, hard. like a, like beautiful uh like replica costumes and that kind of thing um mm-hmm. and the, the variations for spider-man is so much fun um yeah i'd love to be able to like you know not look like a fat slob spider-man basically <laughs> so you mean and, old like, spider-man retired spider-man yeah there you go I, yeah my my back is about similar so yeah, yeah, yeah as exactly. well. <laughs> yeah just complain about your knees because i'm sure they'll be hurting after walking oh dude they already long, hurt they already hurt yeah <laughs> so it's perfect yeah yeah you can just be I, old old oh my spider-man God. okay really quick story about my knee just to show how brutal they are already mm-hmm. uh, and then we can get started here yeah so <laughs> this summer uh i guess i was technically the oldest person at uh, at my job and I'm only 25 mm-hmm. um, obviously like the oldest is like our is our director Sandy shout out to her but um, yeah everybody else was like I think there's like the next person was like just like a, a half a year year younger than me and then after that was like a few years younger into like high school kind of thing mm-hmm. um, and uh, yeah there was one point I was uh, in my like in the uh, in my director's office there um kind of like kneeling down behind her, just like putting away some files and that kind of thing. Cause I was her assistant mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, I, I went down just onto my knee to put these away yeah. and you can tell that she, there's like hardwood underneath the carpet in her office. Mm-hmm. And cause yeah, like I went down on my knee and it cracked as it hit oh, the, yeah. uh, as it hit the floor. Mm-hmm. And so it just reverberated through the floor. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and she just goes, what was that? I was like, that was my knee. That was your knee? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, from, from that point on, we just joked about how our joints ached and stuff like that. But, yeah. you know, like I'm, in, like I'm 25. And I'm just like, yeah, I screwed up my body already. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so it, we, we love Halloween here. We love costumes yes. and dressing up. So if you guys uh, have some great costumes that you're doing we would love absolutely love to see some pictures and yeah Yeah. send send them our way at quack report pod or our personals um at carter underscore pots p-o-t-t-s underscore 97 is mine and at tate namas t-a-t-e-n-h-o-m-a-s is nate yeah we would we would love to see yeah those and we'll we'll also probably talk about the ducks costumes because uh those will probably hit social media at some point this week or next week yeah um what the players dress up as because they they can get pretty creative yeah and if anybody dresses up like as like a as like ducks players or wild wing or something like that um we'll retweet them on the quack report pod as well just oh absolutely so yeah yeah we'll we'll feature you on the show we'll pull you up yeah Yeah. if you go as a ducks player that's uh that's bonus points here it'll be be fun (laughs) stuff yeah Okay, shall we get into the Ducks and Bruins game here? Yeah, let's do it. Cool. So this was a 2-1 overtime loss to the Bruins, which was a lot closer than either of us had Either of us thought, yeah. <laughs> um, I had said 6-3 Boston, you'd said 4-3 Boston. So, I mean, I guess you got the spread there. Yeah. Just not the overtime. So that's pretty good. Yep. That's pretty good. Um. Yeah, really, really solid showing by the Ducks against a pretty decent Bruins team, even though they're pretty banged up. Like they've been 
rolling to start the season. So, yeah, this was a case I think of the Ducks. Mm, how do I put this? They were outworked, but certain guys came out that helped make this feel a lot closer than it actually was. I think, mm-hmm. um, and actually kept it a lot closer than. Uh, than it was. And the big guy, just because of how much we kind of harped on him on the last episode, mm-hmm. maybe not harped on him, but like discussed maybe what's going yeah. on or that. I do want to give props to uh, John Gibson. Um, yeah, he, he had a fantastic game. Um, one thing I was noticing, like, because I was kind of talking about how he just constantly seemed scrambled. He seemed a lot more like his calm self in this game for whatever mm-hmm. reason yeah um yeah guy put up a 972 save percentage and uh had an expected goal save above um of 1.82 so basically two goals should have been added mm-hmm. to the board that john gibson was like eh, no not tonight yeah so, like should and, should have been um well, i guess this was technically a shootout so he yeah. yeah he only had the one goal against technically so it should have been like a 3-1 regulation loss essentially yeah exactly and um and i know he like in the past we've talked about oh like john gibson plays great and it's going really well and then it kind of collapses in the shootout and like that's kind of the weak spot there and he did great in the shootout also mm-hmm. like he this is a game that i'm not putting on him no. whatsoever if anything he's the reason that it was only 2-1 in a shootout so yeah, yeah Gibson played great um he is starting today in Detroit and uh so, so yeah we'll hopefully he's able goes. to hopefully he's able to keep it up there so mm-hmm. um and Vitrano was the other guy that I really want to just uh focus on for a quick second here because he is he was just buzzing around the net during this game uh five shots one goal um it was the, the highest on the team in terms of like expected goals uh, for mm. an individual player there. Um, wasn't as high in the expected goal percentage for all situations, I guess. Um, he was kind of in the 40% range there. But um, yeah, no, he was just, he was around the net the entire time. And uh, yeah, the, the goal that he scored off of that great McTavish feed as well to tie the game. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, Vetrano's settling in nicely, I think. Oh, for uh, sure. He's definitely and, found a role on this team, and he, yeah. he's, like, performing well at it. And, and yeah. he, what I love about him most, like, the five shots here really s- speaks to that, I think. He's not afraid to just throw the puck on net. He's not looking no. for the perfect play. He's just like, let's just get it to net, see what happens. Maybe we'll get a rebound. Like, they're not all, like, high-danger shots or anything like that. But for a team that struggles in putting shots on net, he definitely helps just to shift the mentality a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, speaking of shots, I didn't see what the final shots were. Oh, I, yeah, I actually, up, yeah. Uh, 36 to 31 in favor of Boston. So that was yeah. a lot better showing for even just trying to get pucks on net. And mm-hmm. um, the, the first period actually wasn't... Keep, <laughs> actually keeping, again, like a, a bit of a hindered Boston, but still a really good Boston team, I yeah. think. The, um, the first period was all Boston, shots, though. So, yeah. so it was 13-5 for Boston. So you're, you yeah. watch the first period and you're like... Jesus, like, are we in for another, like, 50 shots? Um, But then it bounced out, 10-10 in the second and 11-9 for the Ducks in the third period. So um, we increased our shots and then somewhat limited their opportunities. And then 5-4 in overtime for the Ducks as well. So they, whatever they did for the second, third period and overtime is, was way better. And I I don't think it was a, um, 
relaxation by Buffalo. Or not Buffalo, sorry, Boston. I don't Mm -hmm. think it was like, I don't think they sat back at all because it was 0-0 by the end of the first. I think the Ducks just figured something out um, defensively to limit shots on goal, so. Yeah. So, yeah, no, I thought this was a... A, a pretty good game there. Uh, mm-hmm. I have here that like the Fowler Drysdale pairing played all right, and that was a pairing that we talked about that we'd like to see a bit more. And then, sure enough, they've been mm-hmm. going with it for the last couple of games. Yeah, um, starting to settle in. Yeah, yeah, it, it's looked awesome. So, uh, yeah, Vetrano. Just to go back to the two guys that I kind of talked about there, Vetrano uh, going into the game today against Detroit, um, tied for goals with Troy Terry with three. For the for the team, nice. um, which considering like some of the games that we have had that we've gotten higher scoring, I guess mm-hmm. it's still a little bit more spread out. But I think we're already starting to see, even though it's three two one zero, that Terry Vetrano are going to be the guys that kind of lead it. I lead think. the way in goals. Yeah, yeah. I, I agree. For and sure. uh, McTavish as well. Again, I talked about his feed. Uh, he's leading the team with four assists after this game. Um, nice. Yeah, that kid is looking awesome. Um, the only complaints I have are more just like, well, he's new. He's still kind of learning kind of thing, but he mm-hmm. ironed out a lot of things even compared to uh, his nine-game stint last year. So, yeah, be, kid's looking awesome. So Yeah, yeah. the only... It's not even a complaint. The only like thing I wish we got more from with McTavish is that he got... Uh, more goals, but it's not for lack of trying either. Like he has a phenomenal shot. Like he's very well known, um, yeah, at all levels for his his, his shot. Like it's just absolutely nuts. So I, I just hope that we uh, see more results from him because it'll, it'll be good for him and his confidence as well. Um, but I think once once they start going in for him, like <laughs> he's going to have a really good season. He's going to have a good good time. So exactly, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean that's that's kind of the uh, the Coles notes here. Oh, I guess you had a note here about the challenge on the DeBrusque goal in the first period and how that was uh, that worked out really well in our favor. Yeah, so I did have to go back. Um, I was also trying to pay attention in class actually as this game <laughs> yeah. going on. So there's a couple fair. things I did kind of miss here and there. But going back uh, watching. Um, kind of the condensed game, which I do for every one of these that we talk about, uh, whether mm-hmm. I am able to ac- actually sit and watch the game or or not, just to kind of refresh my mind about it before we do these episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, just to, like I was kind of watching and I was like, that looked offside and they're kind of talking about it. I even went freeze frame and was like going frame by frame through it. And I was like, that's going to be offside. But knowing and like even in like the thing it's like like they're kind of talking about it and Eakins hasn't decided yet Mm -hmm. and I'm like that looks offside Eakins better call that and secondly the situation room and the refs better call this correctly yeah as well because I kind of I kind of forgot how that first period went exactly Mm -hmm. um so I was very happy when yes Anaheim is going to challenge. So good on uh, I believe it would be Fred, uh, Brett Ferguson and or uh, Austin Violet who are the video coaches for the Ducks mm-hmm. there um, for saying like yeah like challenge this thing right like they're the guys mm-hmm. who are watching these plays and figuring out what to challenge and whatnot. And then Egan's kind of gets the the final say I guess yeah um, and uh, so yeah great challenge by we'll just call it the Anaheim coaching staff 
on that play as well. And uh, fortunately for us, the Situation Room agreed uh, on their own ruling, I guess. And uh, yeah, uh, just to just to have that game still be, uh, you know, close, I guess. Right? It, it only yeah. would have made it one nothing, but that was a that was a worthwhile challenge. We don't see too many actually like worthwhile challenges thrown out by Ekins. We don't see many challenges in general thrown mm-hmm. out by Ekins. So yeah. um was very that I guess that's maybe why it made it a made it a point for me because we don't that there's so many times where it feels like we should challenge and they don't. Oh, don't. Yeah. So yeah that but that one specifically that was a great challenge, I think. Mm-hmm. So yeah for sure. And like you said, like it's it, it was just the the first goal in the first period. So like it's not the end of the world, but considering how the first period went, I think yeah. it's, it's, it takes a little wind out of the sails of the Bruins and maybe gives some life to Anaheim, like that, oh, we, we still have a chance in this period. Um, but it also, and like it also didn't really matter for the result of the game, right? Because we still lost, so that, that extra goal wouldn't have made a difference. I guess it, it would have made the difference for if we got a point or not, because we did take a point out of this one. Yeah. So there is that. But, and to be seen we've got to wait about six months to see if that matters in terms of playoff position or anything like that but mm-hmm. um yeah i think it, it just also says that eakins is invested in this team no matter how it is like it, it's very easy to get dominated in the first period and be losing and have a goal go in and you can just kind of say whatever screw it we're going to lose this game anyways like i'm not going to waste a challenge and potentially give them a power play to make it worse um it's it's sort of what we talked about um, last week. I don't remember on which episode, but how Eakins is kind of like coaching as as like a player's coach more so, if that makes sense. Where like yeah, because he because he I brought up that he had mentioned he had um, I guess trained in the off season for lack of a better word with a football coach. Um, mm-hmm. And and I think that player management and like um, a, a sort of angle of coaching that he's maybe been lacking in, I think we're this challenge is another example of that because we haven't seen that in the past. You're right, Nate. That this yeah. is a very rare challenge for him. So, <laughs> um, but it gives confidence to the team by doing this challenge. Yeah, absolutely. even if it's even if it's questionable, and even if it doesn't go our way, right? So I think that's yeah. uh, we're we're seeing Eakins develop a little bit. Yeah, so that's that's the long, uh, long version of what, I, or the short version of what <laughs> I tried to say. <laughs> yeah, exactly, and uh, just because I was seeing it here uh, as well, um, not in relation to this game, I guess, but just want to mm-hmm. throw it in there before we forget about it. Uh, congratulations to radio commentator for the Anaheim Ducks, Dan Wood, who is doing his thousandth game today oh, uh, against nice. Detroit. So, yeah, very cool, very cool. Uh, yeah, and then just the shootout here, we can briefly touch on that. So the Ducks played uh, Zegris, Terry, and uh, yeah, Kevin Shattenkirk as their first three, uh, and then Comtois was their fourth round selection there. So It made me very happy that I still had that clip of you, <laughs> like just that joke skit that we had last yeah. season, and you just yelling, Kevin, sit the fuck down, because... <laughs> Yeah, that was worth it. And oh yeah, <laughs> there was. Did you post that before? Like as soon as it was going to a shootout, you were like, "Hey, Eakins, this this is your reminder to." No, not I posted it as soon as Shattenkirk. It was like, oh, okay, did? next okay. shooter, Kevin Shattenkirk. So like, 
like I had that posted before the shot was even taken, at least from like the the the, the stream that I was watching. So oh, okay. <laughs> I was just like, yeah, like fuck, come on. Yeah, why <sighs> well, you yeah. have other guys that are offensively gifted, mm-hmm. right? Like like I get that Shattenkirk used to be an like an offensive defenseman, if you want to call him that, or that mm-hmm. kind of thing. But like you have other guys, like you have the hands of Mason McTavish that yeah. could have gotten you something, right? Or yeah. uh, you know, Vetrano was the guy who had your goal that night, right? Mm-hmm. So like he's kind of feeling it. And he was like I said, he was buzzing around the net a little bit. Uh you got Silverberg who's 21 for 47 in his career, right? Like that's that's pretty damn good, actually. Yeah, um, I, I mean, just like you, you have fair, like, I other think, options there. Yeah, like, I, I think Silverberg's the only, I guess, proven option for, um, yeah, for shootouts. Like Strom actually isn't fantastic. Three for thirteen. Vitrano one only one for ten. Um, Comtois three for nine, so still pretty young and yeah. comparable to Shattenkirk, right? But like, there's to be fair for Strom though. Usually, the teams that he had been on in the past had offensive guys that were that would have been up before him. I think. Yeah, exactly. So, because th- thirteen right. isn't a lot for how long no. his career is, right? Yeah, like Zegris already is only one behind him at this point. So, yeah, and he's in his um, second full NHL season. So. Yeah, so that that's where I kind of look at like Strom number, like Strom's numbers, and go, okay, well, like keep kind of this in consideration. But um, uh, even if you just thrown Comtois there instead of having him shoot fourth, mm-hmm. right? But just, like, Shattenkirk in the shootout, at least in an Anaheim Ducks jersey, except for, like, the one or two games last year. It doesn't work. Quit yep. doing it, please, for mm-hmm. all of our sakes. If you <laughs> want to give Ducks fans as a whole, it, it, if you want to see however many individual Ducks fans there are in the world, uh just to throw a number out there, three million. Okay, like I, I sure. know it's I know Anaheim's not a massive fan base, cons- like with the rest of the NHL kind of thing comparatively. Mm-hmm. So let's just say three million, right? If you want to see three million people individually, I'll have an aneurysm at the same time. Throw Kevin Shattenkirk in one more shootout. I dare <laughs> you, Dallas Eakins. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Please uh, quit. Please. Like like you said, his. Shooting percentage career is 15 for 42, which is a pretty solid 35.7%. Like, that's a it's not by any means like the greatest of all time, but it's like pretty decent, especially for a defenseman. Yeah, but with Anaheim, not happening with Anaheim, his shooting percentage uh is 16.7. He's one for six in the shootout. In, yeah, um, is, I think it was that very first shootout third season that he was part of. Yeah, yeah, so not uh. Although, 14 games, 14 shootout games with the Ducks. He's only appeared in six of them, so not quite half. But I wanted to stay at six. I don't want to see another <laughs> yeah, yeah. Kevin Shattenkirk shootout attempt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. With, I, at least with Anaheim. Yeah. I, I get playing Shattenkirk over guys like Vitrano and Strom and, uh, and even Comtois, who, who did go next. Um, Silverberg question mark. Yeah. I mean, maybe not recently you want to put him in, but the one I don't understand 
is you put Kevin Shattenkirk in over a young guy known for his shot and for his offensive, like elite offensive talent and Mason McTavish, who has zero shootout appearances. Yeah. Why, why not throw him in there? See what he can do. He's the perfect guy for shootouts, right? Go go find mm-hmm. any clips of him uh, from the preseason, any clips of him in junior, any clips, right? Like the guy has hands. It's yeah. part of the uh, like write up, I guess, basically uh, for when he was getting drafted, right? Like mm-hmm. the the hands on this kid are insane. I get it. It's Boston. It's you're mm-hmm. you're trying to get a win here because you haven't had one in a few games already. Yeah. But like that's a guy that that is a almost a low risk, high reward type yeah. attempt. Right. Yeah, exactly. And but like you said, we're trying to get a win. We haven't had one in a while. Who do you trust more to get you a goal one on one with a very good goaltender? Kevin yeah. Shattenkirk or Mason McTavish? Exactly. Like it's just yes, Shattenkirk's been around for a while, but like he's not gonna be the guy that's no gonna get you a goal when you need it. Like or very rarely. But Mason McTavish at all levels he's played at has been that guy to show up when it matters. So, yeah, maybe you don't want to put him at number three in the shootout because that's a lot of pressure for a young kid. Sure, whatever whatever you want to say. But put him at number one. Just be like, here you go. Just see what you can do. If you get one, great. If not, we got two other opportunities to get a goal. Yeah. like Go ahead, Mason. Like, it it just doesn't make sense to me. A lot of teams, like, unless a guy is really going for it, right, like really feeling it that night, typically teams will have, okay, here's the first three guys. And it's the norm, right? Zegris, Terry, McTavish. I don't care what order it is, but that's got to be your three, I think. Just because yeah. those are your young guys with hands, especially. Mm-hmm. So Zegris yeah. didn't show the hands as much, unfortunately. Um, no. And watching the... I think you kind of overthought that it was, a little bit. That was the Boston guys. They, even they said they were kind of disappointed, but... Yeah. Um, yeah, like, but, I mean, besides that, though, we've always seen... Zegers always has a chance, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, exactly. I mean, and, and, and like Terry, seven for twelve is not nothing to scoff at. Like that's not even really no. small sample size, considering Strom has been in the league forever as thirteen. Like, yeah, just seven for twelve. Like, and Terry that's pretty can, good. And Terry can screw goalies up as well by he can either make a move or he does like to just go in and pick a pick a spot sometimes. Yeah, exactly. Right? So yeah, those, those are not great guys. It. To so choose. yeah, those are yeah. those are great guys to to go for. I think that's got to be your three. Um, unless Vetrano kind of continues how he's been going in terms of just goals in general, mm-hmm. um, then maybe you're putting him in your top three kind of thing. Yeah, but, I think I think that's dependent on the night, like you said. Like if he's having a good night, sure, put him in. But yeah, yeah. Uh, anyways, chat like. If you really want to have a hard on for Kevin Shattenkirk, put him at like your fourth or fifth. Like by the time you're in the like, extra round, if they're sixth, sure, like whatever. Like put just him, put there, him, there's other put, guys that deserve it before him. Yeah, don't put him in your top three though. Put him as like your okay. Now we're just going like sudden death. Like we'll see what happens. Like every, it's basically throwing a dart at that point. Like you're just like I yeah. don't know. Maybe Kevin Shattenkirk today. I don't know. Maybe yeah. Cam Fowler's gonna do. I don't, maybe Dimitri. Like you're just yeah, exactly. I don't know. It's just but number three is. An interest. It's a choice. It's a choice. So yeah, I don't know. Maybe maybe Kevin Shattenkirk is sensitive, or maybe 
Maybe, maybe Dallas Eakins kept, like, I don't know, slept with Kevin Shattenkirk's wife or something. And then he's got dirt on him. He's like, you put me in number three or I, I, or I, I don't know, he's blackmailing him or something. I don't know. But it just doesn't make sense to me. <laughs> I, I don't get it. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm sure Kevin Shattenkirk didn't do that. He's uh, Or Dallas didn't do that with <laughs> Shattenkirk's wife. They're, those are no. nice dudes. but Exactly. Anyways, we yeah. can talk about this for a long time. And uh, we're not going to do that. We are going to move on to the reverse retro jerseys. Yeah. Um, if, you, sorry, if, you, if you can't tell, Kevin Shattenkirk in the shootout just gets us riled up because whenever we've talked about it, it's been a, it's been a bit of a lengthy conversation. Yeah, it has. Yeah. <laughs> um, sorry, I was going to say, before we get into the reverse retros, we should probably listen to our buddies over at DraftKings. Oh, yes. Um, oh, yeah, I guess. Because, yeah, we don't. That's, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's about it. We're, we're kind of keeping it shorter today. That's true. So. Yeah. Okay, on the other side, we will talk uh, a little more in depth about the Anaheim Reverse Retro specifically. We'll, we'll start with that right out of the break. Uh, and then we are going to give our rankings of all 32 Reverse Retro jerseys. So that is uh, how we will wrap up this episode. And in a couple minutes after DraftKings, that is when you can catch that conversation. See you on the other side. Hockey fans, it's finally time to hit the ice again. And thanks to DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL, you're in for the season of a lifetime. New customers can bet $5 on any team and get $200 in free bets if they win. Maybe you want to take the odds on Mason McTavish winning the Calder Trophy for Rookie of the Year this year. He has the second best odds on DraftKings Sportsbook behind Matty Berniers of the Seattle Kraken at plus 500. And if that wasn't enough excitement, you can turn small bets into bigger payouts with same-game parlays. Combine multiple bets like which team will win, how many goals will be scored, and more for your shot at an even bigger payout. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable, so you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. So, what are you waiting for? Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now, use the promo code THPN, bet $5 on any NHL team to win their game, and get $200 in free bets if they do. Again, that's code THPN, as in the Hockey Podcast Network, only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Alrighty, we are back to talk about the Anaheim Ducks reverse retro jersey. Now that it has been officially revealed, and oh boy, that's how I feel about it. Looks good. Looks, Looks very good. very good. Yeah. Yeah. You got a you got a picture for everybody who is watching our stream here. Yes, I do. If you haven't oh. seen it already, look at that. I love Gorgeous. it. Gorgeous. Nice, uh, nice, mighty duck on the front there with uh, orange instead of orange and gold, I guess, instead of the uh, eggplant and jade, which obviously inferior to the eggplant and jade. But if we're <laughs> insistent on using the orange, and that's kind of the vibe of the reverse retros, it's about as good as it gets, right there. Yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm okay if we were to go back to like the mighty duck. But yes, would I like to go back to eggplant and jade? Yes, mm-hmm. but if this color palette is what we're sticking with i'd be okay with this just because the orange is a lot more prominent i guess mm-hmm. compared to the copper when this color palette was first introduced back in 2006 yep. 2007 but mm-hmm. um 
yeah, this jersey I think looks fantastic. Um, it takes the reverse retro idea and works it like to the letter, basically to the definition, mm-hmm. right? Um, yeah, this bringing thing back looks, one of the yeah. nicest jerseys in the Ducks history too. That original yeah. and, and one ninety three diagonal striping, like yeah, and oof. one of the more popular jerseys in NHL history, I think, as well. So oh, yeah, sure. this jersey sure. looks fantastic. I've already seen fans on Twitter asking for a orange or black version of like this striping right and then to have this the home in a way and and that sort of thing so I will say for uh, my prediction of this um, I went 110% I'll call it because I did have the shoulder patches that was actually from the 1996 version of it when they introduced the patches so whereas this jersey does not have the, the shoulder patches on them so yeah but yeah, and, his jersey, fantastic. Mm-hmm. Love it. So yeah, yeah, it's good stuff. Um, zero complaints. It's gonna look awesome. I I'm not only a fan of white jerseys, especially for like specialty ones, either uh, yeah, alternate same. or like a re- reverse retro. But this one crushes it, and I mean, it really complements our alternate jersey that we have this year. That uh, I mean, the one that Nate wears all the time, like that orange mm. Mighty Duck one. Like it, it just works perfectly with that but it, it follows the theme so it's yeah it, it's great yeah, it's it great. looks good so um so moving forward with us talking about uh we're gonna go through every team's jersey alphabetically here mm-hmm. um just kind of give a quick little thing and we're gonna give it a grade out of five basically so if we give it a five it's a top jersey if we give it a one sucks ass yeah i uh and they should have asked somebody else to design it yeah when i made my <laughs> or, original or or maybe not design it i shouldn't be harsh on some of the designers because some of them kind of get put into a corner on certain things Mm -hmm. um the team should have allowed a little more creativity i'll put it that way because i know even for spoiler alert for columbus's um it sounds like adidas had a Mm. different idea that columbus said no to Uh. that would have been fantastic that being said though i hope it does lead to something in the future Oh, okay. We'll have to see. So, gotcha. and w- and when we get there, I'll, I'll talk about it a bit more. Sounds good. I um I, I came up with a little rubric for mine when I originally did my tiers. This is kind of what I had in mind. So a a rubric for those that uh, want to put some descriptors to the uh, five point scale there. So five out of five would be like this is perfection. Like your teacher wanted to keep asked to keep this project as an example to show future <laughs> classes, like like that kind of level. Your four out of five is like, you understood the assignment, you followed the instructions, you didn't go like crazy above and beyond, but like, it's a good jersey, it looks good, you did everything you were asked to. Maybe maybe a touch above and beyond, but like, otherwise, mm. just very solid. Uh, three out of five, you attended class, but you didn't really participate enough, so like, like yeah, you did what you were supposed to, but like, you, you just kind of put in the minimum effort. and You followed the instructions, but like... Your participation grade sucks but you did well on the rest of the work i guess yeah you you did the work but that's it you just did it you kept your camera off on zoom you didn't go like put anything in the chat but you did the homework and yeah (laughs) yeah exactly that's your three out of five the four or sorry the two out of five is c's get degrees so you did some work and then you were like you know what this is this is a passing grade this is all i need to keep my gpa where it's at the we're we're phoning it in now. Like, yeah, we did the work. We followed some instructions, but like, it, it's kind of unfinished. Like, it, you you wrote an essay, 
and then you didn't proofread it. You just did your first draft, stream of consciousness, and handed it in. You got run-on sentences. You got a paragraph that's like two pages long, um, spelling mistakes. You spelled Jersey f- wrong like four <laughs> times uh, or you whatever. It with a G. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, you mixed up the S and the R a couple times. That's that's your C's get degrees here. Like it's 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 okay. It's passable. And then your one out of five is you should have just dropped the class. You didn't follow the instructions. <laughs> you weren't paying attention. It's like, no, this is we're, we're done. That's it. It's You're, if I could give you a zero, I would, but we only went to a one because yeah. that's how it is. So. Your one out of five was my grade twelve math, where like you got a fifty percent when you were done. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's a jersey. It's not great, but it's a jersey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> By definition of the word jersey, it that's what it is. Yeah. And that's it. Exactly. Is it a reverse retro jersey? No. <laughs> no. Maybe, but no. So that's that's kind of what I was going for. But if that's too much for you, five to one. Yeah. So five out of five. Again, good thing. One out of five. That sucked. Yeah. We got uh we got the Ducks jersey up here. We've already given our thoughts on it. So Nate, where did you place the Ducks jersey on our five-point scale? Solid. Five out of five. Hell yeah. No no argument for me whatsoever. You first told me that you had it at a four, and I was like, are you serious? Yeah. And then you looked at it <laughs> just a little bit longer, then you were like five out of five, and I'm like, yes, that is the correct choice. That's like mm-hmm. that's the one jersey I'll probably argue with, I think, Uh with you on this thing so otherwise yeah. <laughs> everybody's entitled to their own opinions but this one is one mm-hmm. that you have to have it at the top I yeah think. i dude i don't even know why i put it four out of five i did it like super late i did it like one in the morning one night <laughs> and then i now that i looked at this and i was like i have it at four out of five and i was like why do i have it at four out of five like <laughs> there's there's some other jerseys that are fantastic phenomenal like way above and beyond yeah but like for for the docs it's like this is what you were supposed to do this is the definition of a reverse retro jersey. Like, it's this isn't even like the... So th- I think maybe that's why I put it in like the, quote, understood the assignment one. But this mm. is like the... Like, if you looked up reverse retro jersey in an encyclopedia, the Anaheim Ducks one is what the picture should be that accompanies it. Because it's, <laughs> it's, it's just so perfect. Like, it's not the most out-of-the-box jersey, I guess, which is maybe what I was saving the five out of five tier mm. four but like it doesn't get any more perfect than that you took an a, yeah an old jersey that was already basically perfect and you just changed the colors to what you have now and kept it perfect yeah and seeing the white version of this and we're both gonna try to get our hands on this it is a little mm-hmm. bit harder with us being in canada because anaheim's not as popular up here mm-hmm. um yeah, I took a like I tried to pre-order this for both of us on the Anaheim team site and it was going to it was stupid. it was going to let me but 50 US for shipping up to us uh which for for us in Canadian dollars is $70 for shipping. Uh mm-hmm. I think for uh like a blank jersey for each of us with split with, with uh shipping split was going to be like $300 which is yeah. like a hand stitched 
with like like a handstitch player name and number on a jersey otherwise so yeah so i was we like can, we can find yeah. a better deal essentially for hopefully hopefully yeah, yeah. So, i mean unless somebody wants to help us out because even if like somebody were to pick these up for us and mail them to us i think it would still be cheaper actually yeah so. or, or you know you live in anaheim but you do business in uh in bc or something like that so you frequently yeah. cross the border we can maybe skip uh Skip some customs charges here and there. Yeah. Or if somebody <laughs> but, just wants to save us the money in general and wants to buy a 54 and a 52 in blank, gladly accept them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> as, a, as just a donation for providing you with uh, weekly content that you just exactly. can't get enough. We'll give, we'll give you a shout, on, <laughs> a, a shout out for every time the jersey is like, in our frame. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> of like, this person got this for me. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Five out of fives uh, across the board here. This one is an absolute win for the Ducks. Yeah. Okay. Right. We'll, we'll spend less time on the other ones, but just with this one being the Ducks, we're, yeah. uh, we're going to go through it. So we'll power through some of these other ones here. What do we yeah. got next? All right. Next, we got Arizona. Yeah. So I'll uh, let you start off with comments. Sure. Or, yeah. or, or, actually, sorry. What we'll do is I'll give like a brief like history yeah, of the yeah. jersey, and then you can start with like what you're grading, what you like it. Yeah, go for uh, it. Or why you like it. So this is based off of, uh, again, the original third jersey that the Phoenix Coyotes had uh, from 1998 to 2003. Um, they did this jersey, again, the first time the reverse retros came out around, but it was a purple base to that one. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, in terms of... This is going to come up later, where I don't like when teams... Uh, took their last reverse retro and then basically did the same jersey but just did slightly different colors or swapped from home to away or or whatever. Like, if there's too much similarity to the first one, I'm not really a fan of the jersey. But this is the exception because the inclusion of the Sienna base color is a phenomenal choice. I know it's not for everybody, but I love the, um, I guess, creativity and the willingness to put a new color into rotation in the NHL like we don't get Hmm. a lot of variety and I think just for that the Sienna color is what puts this up to a five out of five for me Um, I actually have it as my I I did rank technically like one to 32 Um, so I have this as like my second place jersey and Anaheim at seventh so still up there Um, Mm -hmm. but yeah I, I really like the boldness of this jersey, uh, and, and it's just nice in general. Because like, I loved the purple one, but then just that slight tweak is enough for me. Yeah, uh, for myself, I don't like this one as much as the first version of the reverse retro, oh, or sure. even the original one. But the more I look at it, the more it is growing on me, and it does look really nice. Um, I remember uh, Richie Flores from the uh, Sporty with Corey and Richie show on the Hockey Podcast Network that covers the Coyotes. Um, he had sent me, uh, or he had tagged me on Twitter with uh, kind of like some of the information that was coming out about this of like it would be kind of this burnt orange color mm-hmm. um, and was just like, hey, like, can you make like a concept of what this might look like? And uh not saying that I do better than, you know, like the Adidas designers or anything like that. Mm-hmm. This is way better, though, than what I came up with, like following kind of the same ideas. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, this one I really enjoy. Um, I have it I have it at a three, but 
I feel like the more time I spend with this one, it could bump up to a four. So, so it's, it's like a three point five. Out yeah. Of five. So, but yeah. it it'll be in the in the three range at least for our tier list. So yeah, but, yeah, like it's, which is fair. Yeah, it's it's good, but it's not. It's not great. It's not one that I'm like, oh, I wish I could have had the money to spend on this one. So, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, that's fair. So, okay, what uh, what else we got here? All right, uh, next we got uh, the Boston Bruins. Oh, as Twitter reloads here. <laughs> awesome, I love it. Fantastic, <laughs> Doctor Who. Um, oh no, what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> no, we are. And not I also saw Boris to... Johnson on there. I hope the UK's doing all right. Oh, yeah, they got <laughs> uh, got some shit going on. Oh no, I'm gonna lose all these Twitter ones. Okay, uh, <laughs> sorry. Hold on with me here for a quick second as I try to refind this again. <laughs> it, Come um, on. But uh, yeah, here. Where is I can kind of talk as I'm pulling this up here. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So this jersey was. Uh, the original third jersey for the Boston Bruins, or no, sorry, I guess not the original third jersey. They did have three jerseys in uh, in, in the fifties there. So um, this is, I guess, the first from the third jersey program for the NHL uh, that became mm-hmm. a league wide thing. Uh, was worn from nineteen ninety five to two thousand six. So it was worn worn by the likes of uh, Joe Thornton when he was a Bruin mm-hmm. uh, and whatnot. But um, yeah, it takes the uh, the Pooh Bear jersey as it has been referred to uh, more commonly, <laughs> Which and is uh, awesome. yeah, it takes it from its yellow base to a white base. Um, sorry, I'm trying to pull up the picture here. Can you just search you Boston go... Bruins reverse retro? Would that uh, be faster than trying to scroll through? Uh, I think I was trying that before, and it wasn't liking that. It would pull up the oh, last gotcha. one. Uh, oh, there it was. Yeah. Yeah, there we go. And then, yeah, you can see actually in the comments there, um, the original yellow version. Oh, yeah. So, um, yeah. Uh, and just to clarify as well, because when I was on with Neil, um, at the base of the, uh, like the base of the jersey, like the striping in that, that is black actually. It's just the lighting on it. So that makes it look brown. Oh, okay. uh, the only thing that's brown is the logo itself. Mm. Gotcha. Cool. Yeah, so I had this one as a three out of five. It's uh, it's fine. This is my again understood the assignment here. Like you took a yeah. an old jersey that um is is well known, I guess. Like even if you're a Bruins fan or not, the the thing that does it for me though is the white uh version of it, like the away version. This is so. This is one of those cases where I'm not a fan of them going with the away version I, I would have liked to see a a colored version of it even though like the original was yellow and like they haven't obviously changed their colors since too much then. yeah so like it's you, you might kind of end up with the same thing but maybe like a black base with yellow accents but uh I, I don't know just something that isn't the white because like it's just there's something about it that i, I just don't like about the the big dark crest and then everything else is white but i I do like a lot of aspects of it like how they changed some of the striping on the the bottom of the sleeves and the bottom of the jersey like they just they it's more inspired by Mm -hmm. the old jersey i guess so i I like that because i think they improved on it that way but um it's the away version that 
it doesn't do it for me. That's fair. Uh, I have this one, if I'm not mistaken, at a five out of five, actually. I love this. It might be the fact that I love the ridiculousness of some of the jerseys that came out of the 90s. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I, I personally love this one. Um, I do understand like your mentality of um, like a different dark base. So, like if they did like a black or, or even a brown, they, even, even a brown kind of thing. Yeah, um, I guess I, I don't know how you would do that with a brown bear then, but like, yeah. But like keep like yeah. have like the like a white outline around it, I think, or make it a polar like bear. That. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, I don't know. Just this for me really works, um, and I feel like the the only reason that they wouldn't have done a black base is Boston normally goes to a black base for like their winter classic jerseys or um, even their like their main jerseys, like their home and their alternate right now are black, right? So yeah. you do a white one just to kind of change it up a little bit, have something kind of different in there besides the usual away yeah. jersey, I guess. So yeah, it makes um, sense. But uh yeah, for myself at least, uh I, I love this jersey. I got it at a five out of five. Fair enough. Fair enough. Okay. And what do we got I, next? And I apologize. I'm gonna try to keep it a l- little shorter on my end. Oh yes. <laughs> Me too. Yeah. <laughs> we, we we know I like to talk about jerseys. Yeah. So. I, I do have lots of thoughts about them, but I need to not say them all. So yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, the next one we got here is the Buffalo Sabres with a return to the goat head, as it is known as well, um, which Buffalo is bringing back the original jersey for as their third. These are the black and red ones of the 90s to 2000s, um, kind of the Dominic Hasek era, I guess you would, if uh, or if you will. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I had this one at a four out of five, kind of on the lower end of the four tier. Uh, again, just because of the white version, especially because they have a different color scheme now compared to when mm-hmm. this jersey came out. I feel like you could have went with a blue or a yellow base for it. The the white wasn't totally necessary, but I do like the jersey and the logo. So that's that uh, puts it at the four out of five. And they still followed the assignment, black and red, mm-hmm. and blue and yellow so. yeah yeah this Points one i have at a out of four out of five as well um i know buffalo fans love this jersey though this is what they've been asking for i got no issue with how the jersey looks necessarily um buffalo did a white version for reverse retro last time as well from mm-hmm. the same mm-hmm. era um yeah. i just would have liked to have seen i was really hoping for a blue version of this just to basically combine the two jerseys of Buffalo right now that I'm torn between mm-hmm. and just give me the middle ground so I can buy it. But yeah. <laughs> um, I guess I still have a decision to make. So, uh, But it's a, it's still a fantastic jersey, though. Um, yeah, I got it at a four out of five. Cool. Uh, where to next? I should know this because we're going alphabetical order here, but I just can't next think. Next up is the Calgary Flames who are taking uh, yes. the pedestal jersey, as it's called. Uh, from 1995 to 2000 and uh, swapping some colors around to make it black rather than uh, red or uh, white. And this was the first jersey that Calgary introduced black into their color scheme. Cool. So this one is a struggle for me. A, because it's Calgary. And B, because I (laughs) I just don't know how I feel about it. Uh, I originally had it at four out of five. And then I moved it down to three out of five. Okay. And... And then I moved it down to two out of five. And, <laughs> and I don't know. It's, it's one of those ones that it could be a three out of five. It could be a two out of five. But the, the thing for me is they did 
a very similar color scheme with the blasty reverse retro, black bass, and then the red and gold accents. And then here, it just kind of feels like they they kind of just did the same thing again. They're like, oh, let's take an old jersey, make the bass black, and then and then replace where the black was with a red or gold before. Like, it's just, like, which is the point, but, like, I feel like you could have done something different, I, I, like, than what you did last year, you know? It's yeah. just, and it, it it's also partially because Calgary hasn't changed their colors, and why would you? Because you're the flames. Like, why would you not yeah. <laughs> have red and yellow, right? But, like, yep. I don't know. And then the the big white C in the middle is, like, it's just so much white on like an otherwise black or very bright jersey. And it's just like, I, I don't know. It's something isn't working about it. I can't put my finger on it, but there's that. And it's just too similar to the blasty one. So that's why I have it at two out of five, but it's not, it's not the worst, I guess. <laughs> I was happier with you when you said it was a four or even a three out of five. Um, yeah. But still you having it in, we'll call it the middle range. <laughs> This jersey for every other every other person's list has either been at the very top or the very bottom. And I love how divisive this jersey is. Personally, I have it as a five out of five, not mm. because I almost nailed it knowing absolutely nothing, but I love this jersey personally. And mm. I happen to, you don't normally see it in frame, but it would be over my left shoulder here uh, is the door to leave my office area. And uh, normally I have this original uh, pedestal jersey actually hanging up there so mm-hmm. i personally love this jersey and again it's probably like a 90s just how outlandish it is that it kind of works for me uh down down to the point that like i normally have this hat even with the same striping oh, yeah. hung <laughs> with it so i i love this jersey i was so i i didn't think we would ever see it again kind of thing um not that I was old enough to remember them wearing this jersey, but um, I, I kind of think back to old pictures of like rookie Jerome McGinley wearing number 24 wearing this jersey oh, before yeah. um, he really established himself in the NHL. So uh, Flame fans definitely don't like the era, I guess, that this jersey brings back. But uh, the design of it, though, is fantastic. I think so. Uh, I have it as a five out of five. It this one That's nails fair. the reverse retro idea. Let's like literally, let's take something retro, reverse it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah. So fair. five out, of, yeah, five out of five for me. <laughs> cool. Yeah, I think if this was the first one they did, like a couple years ago, I'd probably have it higher. But it's it's the similarities, I think. Yeah. For me. So no, that's fair. Which I judged a lot of these jerseys on. Mm-hmm. Is, is, if they did something new compared to the last year. So. Yeah. Um, what else do we have? Carolina? Oh, Next okay. up, we got Carolina. Is this the, the same guy? Is Hurricanes. It, who wears yeah, the Flames one? Yeah, I think we have like three models. Three maybe. or four, yeah. Um, but yeah, so this jersey is based off of the current away jersey, actually, that they introduced in mm. 2019, which was divisive from the start, basically, when people saw it. So Yeah. So is it reverse? Yes. Is it retro? Yeah. Um, I mean, the last couple of years have maybe felt like 20 years to some people, <laughs> but it's still only it, been a few years. Technically, it appeared in the last decade. <laughs> yeah, I guess. So, But, like, it's just not... Like, you could have just released this jersey, like, 
as yeah. your third jersey or home jersey or whatever. Like you, this isn't this doesn't follow the instructions to me. It's like it's yeah, I don't know. It, it just feels like something you could have just designed. And I, I I maybe would have put it at two out of five, but the uh the storm flags on the base or on the side of the sea, I I'm sorry, that's not doing it for me. So that no. I have it at the top of my one out of five tier, but it's <laughs> there's just too many things that I don't like about it and or just a couple things I don't like about it combined with it's not reverse retro. Yeah, and I so I have it at a two out of five. The only reason it's not at a one is because I just like the look of this jersey. Actually. Yeah, it's a nice jersey. And like, sure. some and something that frustrates me with Carolina is they have they don't have the same logo appearing twice on the crest of a jersey anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um and and there's a difference between like inverting colors or that kind of thing, like Anaheim did even with the uh mm-hmm. with the Mighty Duck logo. Yeah. Um but, but it's uh, not even it's not even close to the same logo for Carolina. Yeah, it's n- the now home jersey is the warning flags. The away jersey is the Canes wordmark diagonal and the 25th anniversary jersey which is now the third jersey is the Hurricanes logo, right? That we mm-hmm. all know that is still their primary mark even though it's not the primary mark on any yeah. other primary jerseys. Um yeah. If they decide to move away from that and make the flags kind of the main logo, I guess, kind of like how the Rangers have, you know, like the shield logo, but they don't mm-hmm. wear that on the front of their jersey. Yeah. Um, I'd be fine with it. Mm-hmm. I like the look of this jersey, but like you said, it doesn't really fit the program to me. So I got it at two. Yeah, I, I agree. 100%. Yeah, yeah. Okay, and I gotta I gotta keep myself shorter than that. <laughs> is this Columbus? Is that who we're on? Yeah, no, Chicago. Oh, no, Chicago. <laughs> uh, uh, can I start this one here? Yeah, go for it. Actually, yeah. um, so this one is based off of I think it was the 1950s. I'm just double checking uh, myself on that one. Or sorry, it was the late 30s to mid 50s is what it was. Um, they put the word mark instead of the. Uh, the head basically because yeah. it was the head with the circle around it. yeah they, they have the their main logo i guess is the shoulder patch but to kind of take it away from the front of the jersey maybe that was a better idea but mm-hmm. at the same time with how much is going on in this jersey uh i got it at a one i also have it at a one it's again it's hard when your entire franchise hasn't changed since the beginning of the league <laughs> and the or, NHL has thrown you in how many outdoor games that you've already gone through all those old jerseys that you're making up new ones yeah. at this point. Like, yeah. Pretty close. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So in terms of fitting the program, it's not really there and it's not the most creative. So because of lack of source material, essentially, yeah. uh, it's a one out of five for me too. Um, okay, who do we have? Oh, next would be Colorado. So I'm just going to pull that, bring this over here because I did get just the image. There we go. Cool. Uh, so yeah, we got the Colorado Avalanche who are one of two teams pulling from the Colorado Rockies, mm-hmm. um, which was the NHL team before 
the avalanche, obviously. So, uh, yeah. So, Carter, your thoughts? Yeah. I like this jersey. Um, it's, yes, it's a white jersey, but because it's so different from everything else that they've had or that they currently have or did last year. I mean, mm-hmm. they had a white jersey last year, but they went Nordiques, not Rockies, right? So it's yeah. uh, it's an interesting take on the reverse retro aspect of it. Like they went retro in terms of like the um, the city's history, I guess, rather than yeah. the, that specific franchise, uh, which I think is cool. And because it's the second round of this, you need that extra creativity. So I really like it. The color scheme works for me. The, the logo is obviously iconic. Um, so I have this one at a four out of five just because it's not as fantastic as like some of the other ones I have in my five out of five tier. But, and I don't, I think it's the second best uh, Rockies inspired jersey. Uh, so I have it at four <laughs> out of five, but it's still really solid. Okay. Um, yeah, I almost like to think of this as more as a city based jersey. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, taking the, the C from the Colorado State flag, um, which they do have as a shoulder patch now as well. Thinking the it's the red and yellow they took from the Rockies, but they kind of have the more modern blue from their alternate jersey. Mm-hmm. Um, they have it on their current template. Uh, this is kind of a cool alternate history kind of jersey, I think, in my opinion. Yeah. yeah. Um, this one I have at a three out of five. Um I feel bad for ranking it that low just because it's a white based jersey, but mm-hmm. um, I think it would have been cool if the if the navy and the white were inversed. That that would have been yeah. kind of cool to me. So, but I, I it, can see that. But too. It, it's not saying that this isn't a great jersey. If you made if you took this jersey and made it avalanche colors, you got a Ooh. winner for me. If you were oh, to, absolutely if, if you did have to stray away from that iconic logo, this would be the way to go. I think. Yeah, if you're doing reverse retro like uh, 10.0 in like 15 <laughs> years, and you're going like r- retro versions of reverse retro jerseys, then you bring back kind of the, interesting. Yeah. the uh, burgundy and baby blue onto this jersey. Oh boy, that would be awesome. Yeah, exactly. Okay, um, now we should be Columbus. Yes. Cool. Yes, we are now at the Columbus Blue Jackets. This jersey is based off of their original third jersey from 2003 to 2007 that became the basis for what they now wear. Cool. I have this at a 2 out of 5 because it still kind of just looks to me like a jersey similar to Carolina. Like, you could just make it as a jersey and that would be fine. Like, mm. with the exception of the baby blue on the... Um, the shoulders and on the bottom, like you kind of just have a like a navy blue Columbus Blue Jackets home jersey. And so it's not really enough for me to like it. And I just don't like well, is it a black base or is it a dark blue base? It's a black, it's a black it? base, and then for the striping it goes so it's like black base, white, navy blue, like their usual, yeah. and then the kind of royal. Uh, lighter blue that was part of the prototype jerseys. Yeah, so like the original look. I I get it. It's think, think of the Canon jerseys. That's yeah, that yeah. shade. Yeah. yeah. So I get the idea, but like, yeah. For me, you had too many ideas, and you tried to combine them all together, and it just doesn't 
work. Like you should have just picked a couple things, picked the one shade of blue or something. And like it's just you can't have black, navy blue, baby blue, red, white. Like it's it's so much, and that it's yeah. just not not working. So yeah. props props for trying to be different, but it's it's too all over the place. If that makes sense. Two yeah. out of five. Uh, I have this as a one out of five. You made a jersey. Good job. Uh, seeing mm-hmm. the rumor of what Adidas was thinking, which was a white version of the Canon jersey, which, yes, is a current one, but that's mm-hmm. where I would have been, okay, that's fine. Columbus saying no, though, and wanting to go for a black mm-hmm. jersey that was bold. No, you, you failed the assignment here, I think. Black um, is not bold. We've, we have had way no. too many black jerseys in the NHL, like cool third alternate black jerseys yeah. in the NHL for it to be edgy now yeah if if you flip this though and made it the lighter blue base with like the Mm -hmm. navy blue stripes i might have been more into it yeah um columbus shutting down the white cannon idea though that's where i'm hoping that they have a plan for that Mm -hmm. and that's why they shut it down so yeah i I should clarify as well i had this at the very bottom of my two out of five and i knew it was going to stay there because trying to be creative gives you just that edge over the one out of five but it's, it's not much better than that. So Yeah. Okay. Um, all right. Who do we Moving have on. next? We have... Uh, oh, Dallas. And I got to drag okay. this over here. There we go. Um, Which we kind of skipped over this when Anaheim was going to wear their... Or be wearing their reverse retro jerseys. They'll be doing oh, it eight yes. times this year. And the only reverse retro versus reverse ma- retro matchup that Anaheim will have will be December 1st in Dallas, where they will be wearing these jerseys and Anaheim will be wearing their uh, away Mighty Duck throwback jersey, reverse yeah. retro as well. So that'll be very cool. Very cool matchup. Uh, so this jersey is kind of interesting where it's technically two different teams jerseys, but one franchise. Mm-hmm. So the original Minnesota North Stars had actually transitioned to this look of just the Minnesota Stars in 1991 and so they wore this jersey for two years before they moved to dallas who then wore it for uh who wore it all the way up to 1999 Mm -hmm. um so this is kind of a flipped version of the white of that jersey um this one above and beyond for me the first reverse retro jersey they They were so close on that one if you had just made the bottom of the star like the full thing green you would have had a winner for so many people and maybe mm-hmm. black instead of silver for like what we see on the logo right now, stars, because you yeah. couldn't see that. Mm-hmm. Um, like minor tweaks could have made that jersey from a zero to a five so quickly. Yeah. But yeah, this one is fantastic. I think it's a nice contrast as well to the alternate with the highlighter uh, green uh, striping. Um, this one, I have it a four out of five. Nice. I have this one at a three out of five. Um, yeah, yeah. It's the definition of understood the assignment. You didn't, yeah. um, you didn't go leaps and bounds um, above and beyond. You didn't really do too much above and beyond, I guess. But it works really well. It's like you said, way better than the first one, yeah. which was by far the worst reverse retro. And uh, yeah, I think it's, uh, I think it's solid. It works. I'm excited for the matchup with Anaheim where we get to see both of these. Yeah, it'll be good. Um, I do want to contend one thing though. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
Dallas's was not the worst of the first round. The next team we're going to talk about was the worst of the first round, and that is the Detroit Red Wings. Their first jersey yeah, it's, was it's talk tied of, for last place. Was and, talk about oh shit, there's a half an hour until the deadline, and I haven't started yet. Uh, throw silver on it, and uh, we'll think of the idea later. Oh, it works with the Stanley Cup. Perfect. Yeah. Uh, this jersey, they are just kind of making it black stripes instead of white stripes, um, but uh, and no relation to. Uh, Jack White Band, but um, <laughs> this jersey is based off of the old Detroit Cougars, which Detroit did uh, bring back for the 75th anniversary of the franchise as well. Um, where that jersey was primarily white with the red stripes, this time they made it red with uh, black stripes instead. So, um, yeah, this one looks better. And uh, I did see a picture of Dylan Larkin wearing it with the with the full gear and whatnot. It mm-hmm. is going to look really nice, but compared to kind of the rest of them. Again, you're limited by what you've done in the past, but you could have, I think, taken like a stadium series or a winter classic and kind of done something cool with it. Yeah. Um, I got I gave it a two out of five. Okay. I I only gave this one a one out of five, just below the Chicago one, because red and black doesn't do it for me with Det- when it comes to Detroit. Like it's I get that you had to do something different, but yeah. like it's again a product of not changing your your branding for a hundred plus years. So, um, the, oh, oh, no, not yet. Not yet. A hundred, uh, 26, 27 will be a hundred years, whatever for a long time. Uh, yeah. Anyway. For a long time. So, yeah. Um, the full kit with Dylan Larkin, I did see that as well. And that would bump it up to a two out of five for me, but it doesn't seem fair to rank that one higher just because we've seen the full kit of it. And we haven't seen yeah. the full kit of most of these other ones. So we're, we're looking at these as, just the jersey itself right? yeah like, at, like like people just wearing them as is kind of thing so yeah yeah exactly so so in that way it's a one out of five but it's i, I see what they're going for but sorry no oh for two on the reverse retros maybe third yeah. time's a charm <laughs> if we get a third because we won't have adidas after next year true yeah. so unless somebody else can pick it up but yeah all right, next we got the Edmonton Oilers. Yeah. Uh, this jersey is based off of their uh, third jersey from 19... Or no, sorry, 2001 uh, to mm. 2007. Yes, so. the, first, the team's first. Um, third yeah, first, first third jersey, yep. Yeah. So for me, I, uh, I, I, mean, I love this jersey. I'm going to buy it 100%. I have it at four out of five. Um, just for the, the simple fact that it's not like the, say, like the Anaheim one where it's like, this is exactly what you were supposed to do. Um, you understood the assignment. Mm-hmm. That's, that was my four out of five tier, right? So it's good. You took an old jersey that um, a lot of people love, I would say. You, you added a, the modern orange to it, and you still use the navy on your third, so that's there. Um, so it works. The However, the more I look at it, so just to better fit the reverse retro program, I kind of would have... I, I just want to see what this would look like with a royal blue instead of a navy blue. I think I did a mock-up of it. I can send it to you. It actually doesn't work as well. It doesn't? Okay. No, I don't yeah. think so. <laughs> yeah, I'm, and like I, like I still like the navy blue and our alternate jersey is navy blue and orange, right? Mm-hmm. But So I don't know. It's It's good. I like it. Followed the instructions. I'm going to buy one. It's just, uh, 
I don't know. Maybe you could have done more. I don't know. I'm, I'm not a designer, so I don't know what it could be. But it's, uh, yeah, it's still good. Four out of five. The Flames fan in me hates saying this. I love this jersey, though. And mm-hmm. I am also buying one of these because I don't have Edmonton yet for the 32 collection. Uh, if you when, have to buy an Edmonton jersey, it might as well be this one. <laughs> yeah. Um, if I can't get my hands on this one, though, it'll be the new Royal one because I was not going anywhere near the uh, orange one that you guys just got rid of. It was disgusting. I hated it. Um, this one, perfect to me, though. Um, you, you didn't really need to change a whole lot, I don't think, to make this look great. Yeah. Um, if you tried, I think, too hard of like swapping the orange and the white around, it would have lost the appeal, I think, mm-hmm. kind of of the look of it. Um, this one, I have it at a 5 out of 5. I love nice. this jersey, and I can't wait to get my hands on it. Cool. Very, very cool. So, if it wasn't a reverse retro, I would probably add one to my collection if I was able to just cause of like the original. I, I love mm-hmm. this jersey, actually. Yeah. All right. Next up, we have the Florida Panthers. Uh, this one is based off of their original white jersey, um, but I don't believe has any of the Leaping Panther logos on it whatsoever. It all has different shoulder patches uh, throughout the years. Mm-hmm. So this is my absolute favorite reverse retro jersey. And <laughs> we're I know we're going to disagree. <laughs> yes, I know we are. Uh, and, and I know that it's a, also one of those polarizing ones, but it's, it's just, uh, highly creative. They took a logo that has been just a shoulder patch, like a, a third logo for them forever. And they turned it into a primary logo and made a jersey for it that works um the baby blue like sky blue is fantastic it screams the state of california the uh, they incorporate the old colors it's uh it's an interesting take on the reverse retro and it, it's very bold and i think they knew it was going to be polarizing for fans jersey connoisseurs general public alike but mm. i think that's it's an absolute slam dunk, home run, game winning touchdown in overtime. Like all everything, every sport except hockey. I didn't include a reference there, but <laughs> it's I, I love it. I, I just absolutely love it. It's it's bold and they nailed it. Five out of five. How I explained it on Neil's uh, show on Devil's State of Mind was. Uh, you, you know when you go to a restaurant and they have like the coloring sheets for kids that are like, hey, like, uh, like you know, design something on this and you could your, your family could win like a $25 coupon or something like that. Mm-hmm. That's what this jersey reminds me of. It was a kid with too many crayons that decided to use all of them. Uh, for myself, like there's times where multiple colors. Would this have won the $25 coupon? Uh, probably because they always pick ugly shit for that. Um, <laughs> so there you go. See, it, it, it can win a crayon contest. It can win the reverse retro rankings. <laughs> no, I no, no, that's not what we're saying here. Not, <laughs> not what I'm saying anyway. This just feels like a jersey that's had a couple too many cooks in the kitchen. Um, yeah, just there's a, a lot of different colors. The navy blue on the light blue for numbering doesn't work for me. Um, the the Seattle Kraken colors, yeah. Like you. the, don't get me wrong. I love this secondary logo that's on the cra- like on the on the front of the jersey, but it works as a secondary logo, especially when your team is called the Panthers. At and like, like like I said, there's no P- 
Panther, I don't think, on this jersey whatsoever. So it, it's it's a great idea in theory. This is there's always the you know it's the it's the cliche of oh the Florida man or something like that. Mm-hmm. This is the Florida jersey that is just out there, and you're you you see it. You're not surprised, but you're also going, are you like, is, like, this is actually like, this is real. So, yeah, uh, I, I have this one as a one out of five. I'm not a fan of it. And actually, from every list that I've seen, though, I seem to be in the very, very small minority. Everybody yeah. else has this as like a four or a five. So, yeah. So the issue I have with your arguments there is like, yes, they're the Panthers, but not every team has like the name of their um, team as like, incorporated into their logo say like um like buffalo sabers when they had a buffalo head like they're not the buffalo buffaloes they're the sabers no fair, fair so enough. which is yeah different because buffalo like the city name happens to be that yeah um say the, the, the new york islanders with good logo. The, yeah. the new york islanders don't just have an island they have like their fishermen or they just have the letters ny or whatever um mm. so I'm, I'm trying to look at other examples here and like obviously a lot of them like the new jersey devils don't have a devil they just have like the letters again which again may be different than this but i don't like there's just yeah it, it, it doesn't ha- have to be that i get that the panther was on the original jersey but it also they did the leaping panther for reverse retro number one so that's yeah but that's a way to keep them different which i again really like that yeah fair enough teams did that so uh, yeah i mean i, I i'm not trying to like crucify you and say that you are wrong, yeah. <laughs> but that's uh, a, <laughs> it's a, it's a hot take for sure. I think, it, I just think if the Panther was even on the shoulders. Yeah, I guess even that just helps it a little bit. I know it's such a mm. small detail, but like, yeah. I feel like that should be there in some way or another, but yeah, what like, do they have on the shoulder? Uh, they have the shoulder patches from the alternate Jersey from 2009 to 2012, where they had like that Navy one with the powder blue shoulders and sleeves, which mm-hmm. is where that, where this powder blue comes from. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. And they had that shoulder patch and I forget what the other one is exactly, but I, yeah, I'm pretty okay. sure it's not the, not the leaping Panther or yeah. they're, uh, they're more the like secondary Panther. logos. Yeah. It's, it's, okay. it's all secondary logos from what I can recall at least. Gotcha. So if somebody has a different image, though, that they can find, show me. I will gladly take a look at it and retract and make it mm-hmm. a 1.5. It's not really moving the needle much for me, though. Yeah, fair enough. So. Yeah. Um, all right. Something I think a little less divisive. The LA Kings up next uh, with their original or no, sorry, not their original look, um, their original logo, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, where's the Kings history? Here we go. Uh, this jersey was worn 1980 to 88. Um, I'm sure some people are kind of thinking, well, this doesn't seem like a retro, like a, like a reverse of anything. Uh, but it is, though. They This jersey was never worn as a white base, actually. It was either purple or yellow. Um, L.A. never had a white jersey until 1988, where they introduced the black and silver jerseys that Wayne Gretzky popularized. So, mm. um yeah, this which, jersey... Which Snoop Dogg says gave the uh, LA Kings some more street cred, according to NHL 22. <laughs> there you <laughs> or go. Or one, whichever one he, he, was, he in. was in. I think he was in a couple of them. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this jersey, I love it. Um, it doesn't... It's, it's so close to being a 5 out of 5 for me, but I also have to remember that the first one that they did of blending the 60s to 80s with the... Or 60s and 70s with the... 
80s and 90s mm-hmm. that one is perfection to me and i wish i had gotten my hands on that jersey yeah um this is still a great look though and i think just proves that the kings need to utilize purple again oh, it doesn't absolutely. have to be the purple and yellow but you could do like you could mix and do purple and silver again right and like and eliminate God. black as a concept that i had um yeah. purple just needs to return though it's such a underutilized uh, color in sports i think yeah, um i have sure. this one as a four out of five just to add something onto what you said, if the Kings go back to purple or, or like they change their color scheme to purple and silver, I'm ending this show now and I'm becoming a Kings fan. Right <laughs> Not no, actually, I, but I would love that. I thought that would be sick. I um, have an I, idea in my head that I'm actually writing down for a concept. Oh, yeah, do it. I'd love to see that. Um, I had this jersey as a five out of five, my number three ranked jersey. It's, yes, it's the, an away jersey, um, which I've said don't really like but it's the purple and the gold like they just nailed it they did a slightly different interpretation of re- reverse retro maybe where they took a retro jersey with retro colors but they just reversed how the jersey was so slightly different definition of reverse there but i think it works it's it's hard to maybe beat the first one that they did but it's uh especially compared to some of the other crap we got in reverse retro 2.0 here. It's uh, it's up there. It's one of the good ones. So five out of five yeah. for me. All right. Uh, next up, we got the Minnesota wild who are returning back to their North. Oops, oh, dude, sorry. no, no, no. It was are an returning no back way. to their North star roots. Get your shit out on the table right now. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, it's fine. I have it a two out of five, but they took the sa- they took the jersey they did last time and they just switched the green and the white. They just made a home version of it. That's not creative. That's oh, you want? I failed grade five. I'm just gonna take, and I have the same teacher. I'm gonna take the project I did last time and just slightly tweak it because I've already done this. Like it, no, it's you could have done something else, and you just chose not to. You took the easy right way out. So. Yeah. It looks fine. It's a it's a jersey. Yes, it's a good looking jersey, but in terms of let's do reverse retro again and let's do something different. It's not that. I love the look of this jersey. And talking with uh, Audi on Game Over Calgary the other night, um, we kind of threw out the idea of if you were able to modify both reverse retros just enough, right, that you could reintroduce them as. Uh, kind of how Anaheim in the mid '90s, later '90s, had a home and away alternate. Mm-hmm. You could do that with Minnesota, and because Minnesota oh, yeah. loves their North Stars still to this day, right? Which is why oh, these yeah. jerseys fly off the shelves. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I love the idea of that. Like you said, it is just well, you kind of did that already. Like let's try something new, but it does still look like a great jersey. I think it would have been interesting to see this striping as uh the modern colors Mm -hmm. yeah i think that could have been cool so do that and i would love it it would be way higher um, but for me though because it's it's not just a jersey it does still look really good uh it's a three out of five for me just right in the middle so that's fair okay where to next uh next up we have the montreal canadians who again not haven't been able to or haven't changed their look too much throughout history but uh harken back more 
to their Montreal roots and a little bit more with the Expos who loved this powder blue for their uh, base. Yeah, so when I initially saw it, I almost vomited all over my desk at work. Which oh, okay. <laughs> but, that's, that's, a, that's a little <laughs> harsh description. A little I think. violent. But then I read like, oh, we wanted to introduce the navy blue because Montreal Expos, this is the color of Montreal, maybe of their flag or something. Like It just represents Montreal. Then I was like, okay, that makes sense. Because I just thought like they took their same jersey and they were like, let's just spin a color wheel, whatever it lands on, that's what we're changing the base to. And I was like, why would you do light blue, your regular blue, and then red? That doesn't work. But then when I actually read there was a reason behind it and not just like a random color, yeah. given the fact that they don't have a lot of other things to go to, it's okay. It's, it's the best they could have done given their history. I gave it a three out of five. Um, it's fine. I, I kind of the the vomited all over my desk. It's a little bit of an overreaction because <laughs> it's not that bad. But um, yeah, three out of five. What do you think, Nate? Uh, how I was talking about the um, oh, which jersey was it that I was talking about that I appreciated the solid color? Or we were talking off air about it. I think. Oh, yeah, um, I don't remember what it was though. Yeah, this is where it would have been nice, I think, for Montreal to do a solid color for the jerseys specifically. Mm. Um, instead of the white bands around it, I would have liked to see them as red ones. I think that just would have popped a little okay. bit more. Um, or gone full Expos and had red numbers on this. There's just oh, yeah. there's a lack of red in this jersey. Otherwise, mm-hmm. it's a good look, I think. Again, you're limited by your history and you haven't done a whole lot, so... I'm sure this will look great on the ice, but as a jersey on its own, reminds me of the fashion jerseys by Starter in the 90s. It's a 2 out of 5 for me. Fair, fair. Uh, All right, next up, the Nashville Predators, and this one was their original third jersey as well uh, from 2001 to 2007. The the mustard jersey as it's called okay was this it, was a, one... it was a really gross shade of yellow <laughs> okay I, I thought i always thought it was more of a i thought this jersey was the navy blue with like as a base no it wasn't no? um oh, okay here you know what? I'll, I'll pull it down for a second you can talk yeah, sure. about it but i will uh i'll i'll pull up okay. the original jersey here okay so sounds good to, yeah. it also will help to make my point <laughs> fair enough yeah yeah, so I, I'd actually thought it was a, a dark blue. So that's kind of what I was basing the reverse retro feel off of. But I, I mean, my point still stands and I'm not going to change its ranking. I had it at a four out of five at the very end of the four out of five, um, just because it's not like too different and it's it's just okay. But I do like the logo. It's uh, unique to um, to sports, I guess, having like a scary logo in a way. and mm-hmm. um, And then, yeah, they just like, Made the yellow better. So it's good. Yeah, four out of five. Uh, this one I have as a one out of five because oh. this feels lazy to me. Um, why can't I find a big picture of this? <laughs> uh, the one you've got there is fine. Yeah, I think. Eh, okay, here. This is, a, this is a better one. It's not great quality. Yeah, that's but, good enough. Um, okay, here we go. This is the original jersey. Okay. And yes, there is some like digital distortion to it, but like 
that was the shade it was. And then you made it your brighter yellow. All you did was give this jersey just an update. You didn't flip around anything. Nashville fans wanted this jersey in a Navy base. And maybe that's where you were getting the confusion. That could be it. There was a massive call out for it. Nashville, you went halfway on this one. If you're going to bring back the uh, kind of CGI saber tooth, whatever you want to call this, like, but you can kind of see that, like, 90s 2000 like horrible cg kind of shading to it yeah weird yeah if 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 you're gonna go out and you're gonna bring this jersey back you gotta make it worthwhile i think for everybody and uh, this this doesn't do it for me i have it as a one seeing the original now and then yeah how little effort they put in i'm i might have to do a quick update before you post these on social media (laughs) to, to put it lower i don't know where i mean i i guess given my well, no, I'd probably put it in my C's get degrees two out of five, along with Columbus there, mm-hmm. and and some of the other jerseys. Yeah, no, it, it deserves to be down at the two out of five. So I'll I'll change that. But if if it the original was the navy blue and then they did this, I, I, that's what I was basing it off of. So my error there, two out of five. Uh, all right. Next up, we have the New Jersey Devils, who are the second team to uh, harken back to the Colorado Rockies um, and kind of the Kansas City scouts a little bit, just mm-hmm. with the color palette uh, being similar for both teams there. But the Colorado Ra- uh, Rockies was the team that moved from Colorado to New Jersey to become the Devils. Yeah, which I think is great. I I love it. Like I kind of mentioned with the uh, Colorado jersey. I love the color scheme. Um, I, I think applying it to the New Jersey colors works really well because the logo's similar, but not too different. The um, I, I think the white base works quite nicely, actually. I, I didn't even really notice it was an away jersey until just now, honestly. Um, mm. and so I, I, I think I love it. Well, I don't think I know I love it. Uh, <laughs> I had it as my number five ranked jersey, five out of five, home run. Love it. All right, I have this as a three out of five because it does it does still look good. Don't get me wrong; like I like the look of this jersey, mm-hmm. but I think you missed an opportunity that fans have wanted for and are almost still calling out, even though New Jersey tried to. Um, you missed out on the chance to do a black jersey. I think. Mm. Don't, don't get me started on the New Jersey jersey jersey, <laughs> which is just a ripoff of Chicago. Um, yeah. I st- uh, Chris on Aesthetics actually does a great article about that and like mm. pulls apart the the pieces of history that they're talking about and it's just like none of this history is actually your own. Yeah. Um, <laughs> besides the fact that the team it's based on was in Newark, but they just wore Chicago copies. Um, yeah, you you missed the you missed the chance to do a black jersey of the Rodeur era, I think, which mm. would have been fantastic, and that's why I say. New Jersey fans have have asked for it for a very long time. You had yeah. the chance with this program to do it. You missed the mark. This is still a great jersey, though, so I have it right in the middle at three out of five. Fair. Uh, the black uh, jersey would be, like, I think too easy because, like, we have so many black jerseys again, like I've already talked about. It's, so too, it's too easy, but how good would it have looked? It, it would have looked fantastic. Don't get me wrong. Exactly. I think they should do it eventually, but now's not the time. If you If you have the power to do a reverse retro with like funky colors, then I would prefer this over just 
Okay. Yeah. Kidding. Fair enough. So, and and again, I don't hate this. I don't hate this jersey. This yeah. is still a very nice jersey. But I'm just yeah. like, you, you missed a good opportunity hmm. here. Yeah. The five out of five is in terms of the definition of the program. I yeah. Guess, for me. Fair so, enough. Yeah. Um. Uh, Ottawa. Oh, I, next no, up. Oh, is yeah, we got the, all the New Yorks. <laughs> the New York Islanders, uh, who are returning back to uh, the fishermen of the '90s. That I'm sure fans would like to forget uh, what was going on at that time. Um, had an owner or somebody like basically owning the team that did not have any money to do so whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Um, if you don't know what I'm talking about, actually, there's a great uh, it was like Sportsnet, ESPN, uh, like half hour documentary on it. Um, go check it out. I it should be on ESN, uh, ESPN Plus or uh, TSN. Uh, Plus, like the the digital platform, if uh, you have either of those. Um, but uh, yeah, going back to the '90s with the Fisherman logo. So, yeah, I like it. Um, I, I know that fans are over the moon about it as well. The uh, it's kind of like a it's it's more of an update, I guess, on the um, original Fisherman look. Mm-hmm. But it's it's enough of an update that it's not just like. We just want to re-release this jersey kind of thing, if that makes sense. Yeah. So I, uh, so I had this out of four out of five, uh, kind of in the middle of the four out of five tier for me. And yeah, I just think it works. The especially the more um, curved striping, in a way, like the it's it's just more fluid. So I, I think it's. Uh, I, I just think it works. Uh, I have this one as a two out of five. I was originally actually like when I was hearing these rumors, uh, saving up money, this was going to be one of the jerseys that I bought. Mm-hmm. But um, seeing the actual thing come to life, I'm kind of glad I didn't. <laughs> in, in terms of the program, this doesn't do it for me. You have to have the oh, yeah. original crazy wave uh, striping and numbering, I think, to make this work for me. Um, talking with Matt McElroy about it as well. He was like, well, then you're just asking for the original jersey back. I'm like, no, you could have taken that look and done the uh, like the teal version of it or an orange version of it. That could have been a lot of fun, I think. Um, That's true. That's true. You know, I'm, I might still have to see if I can scrounge up money somehow for this jersey because um, it does still look good. As a modernization of that to kind of sim- simplify it a little bit more, Mm-hmm. Make it a little bit nicer. It does definitely work. Um, in terms of the program, though, you did too much to it. Uh, I have it as a, at a two out of five in terms of reverse retro. Fair, fair enough. Uh, where to now? I guess the other New York, right? <laughs> yeah. Next up is the Rangers, who once again return to Lady Liberty. So, it's a nice look. It's a nice jersey, but again. Pretty much the same complaints I have about Calgary, who I also have in this tier, uh, and Minnesota, who I also have in this tier. It's a two out of five because you took what you did last year and you just changed one thing. You went from the dark blue to the your current blue, and mm-hmm. you just could have you could have done something else. It's you took the easy way out. It's a nice jersey, but it's it's not not creative enough as a let's do reverse retro again this was so exciting last time you know yeah fair enough um 
Again, my C's one. get degreased here. Sorry yeah. to cut you off, but my C's <laughs> get degreased here. Like you, you did a little bit and you're like, you know what? Nah, that's good enough. I'm going to pass on it. So. Yeah. Uh, this one I've had a three out of five. I do like the look of this jersey, but um, you, there's, a, there's a couple other things that you could have tried. I think something off of like a winter classic jersey mm-hmm. um, could have yeah. been really fun. Um, I know blue... Uh, like blue shirt fans, uh, Rangers fans are not going to like this. And it was kind of divisive when a concept of mine of this idea got posted on aesthetics. Mm-hmm. Um, this is the kind of program that you can go balls to the walls with and yeah. uh, red based Jersey could have been interesting. So, and there was mm-hmm. a red version of this Jersey um, for like those fashion jerseys I was talking about from the nineties with starter. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. Um and it does look really cool, I think. So if you did that, you would have won me over a little bit more. Um, it does still it does still look great though, but you you missed an opportunity here, three out of five. Fair. Yeah. Um, all right. Next up is the Ottawa Senators, uh, with this alternate jersey that goes back to uh early days as well what years exactly again uh 1997 to 2007 and this kind of went in and out between alternate to home jersey um yeah or sorry it went alternate to home jersey so yeah so i i really like this jersey just in general the 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 nice thick juicy numbers on the arms are yeah so iconic for me i I love that um doesn't entirely fit the program though so it pains me to put this at a two out of five top end of my two out of five nice jersey but just not reverse retro enough this is a jersey that's just missing a little bit of white for me if you had put the white in the center or had because uh, where the red stripes are, that was white on the original one. Yeah. Um, Hell, you could even do gold because that's new for the Sanders. Yeah. Like you could have done something a little more out of the box. Yeah. I like the idea on the Adidas template, the body striping doesn't work as much for me. But it is it's, it was an interesting striping style to start with. My thing here, though, again, going back to balls to the walls, um, the shoulder logo, which was the first attempt at like the 3D Centurion logo, mm-hmm. um, that was the original crest on the front of this jersey and was that its entire original time. And yeah. that logo stares into your soul. It does not take its eyes off you. Yeah, This feels safe going back to the original now back again logo and having that one on the uh, on the shoulders if they if yeah. they kept that logo there it would have been better i think i have this one at a one out of five yeah there's a lot changing, to be desired there that mm-hmm. you could have just minor tweaks and it would have been good yeah changing the logo though would then just kind of make it even more similar to the original jersey right so then it's it's even less reverse retro by at least by swapping it to the old ist slash current uh, logo then it's um mm-hmm. it's still like incorporating old and new elements i guess so the, but the logo change now that you mention it is the reason i had it at two out of five instead of one so mm-hmm. we should be uh peas so pittsburgh is that right Ye- no oh, philly, philly first <laughs> which okay yes this is a flip of i guess 
in a way what they're wearing now, but they are wearing their original jerseys. So there's only so much you can really go off of, I guess. Um, I was just laughing though, and this is a bit more of a local thing for us again. Mm-hmm. Um, at a junior team kind of did this look first, actually, and that is our hometown, Medicine Hat Tigers. Um, which if you're if you're watching the stream right now, I'm going to give you some examples here of uh. Rob Niedermeyer wearing this jersey. Uh, pretty pretty close. The The only addition that the Tigers, I guess, made was the orange stripe at the bottom uh, mm-hmm. instead of the white of Philly that you see there. Yeah. Um, yeah, worn by Rob Niedermeyer. Won a Stanley Cup with the Anaheim Ducks in 2007 there. And uh, if Ducks fans remember uh, this prospect from, was it late 2000s, early 2010s? Uh, about uh, that sounds right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Emerson Edom uh, was also another guy that that wore this look. So I was just kind of laughing when I saw it. I was just like, "Hey, that's like I like I knew the Tigers was based that. off of Philly, but yeah, um, I was like, oh, hey, they just basically did the Tigers jersey now.' <laughs> so um, it's it's a lot of black, not enough orange for mm-hmm. Philly. I don't think uh, I have it at a one out of five. I also have it one out of five, exact same reason, uh, because of the lack of orange. Some of the pictures that they had of that, that follow the reverse retro branding, the guy has his arms out, so you don't even really see the base of the sleeves. So I thought there was no orange at all originally. Just whatever, yeah. Yeah. Um, but still, the, the orange that they do have isn't enough for me. It's it, You didn't try at all. There's Again, you, didn't ch- you haven't changed your branding, right? But um, I... I you know what? This this key just sums it up here for me. <laughs> what the fuck? What the fuck was that? <laughs> I, I just don't like it. It's it's my least favorite out of all of these. I love it. I love it. Uh, okay, next up, now we have the Pittsburgh Penguins who mm-hmm. are taking the Robo Penguin look of the '90s, uh, which was their yeah, this was their white base jersey. Um, from 92 to 2002 and are giving it a little bit of a flip, white to black. Yeah, which is perfect. Yeah, you did what you were supposed to do. And yeah. you brought back a great logo, the chevrons. I, I love the, the chevron style striping on any of these retro jerseys. This one's a win for me. Um, it will, it's not the most creative like some of the other ones. So it's a three out of five, but it's, it's a good three out of five. Top, top end three out of five. Uh, somebody in the aesthetics discord yesterday, uh, or no, sorry. It was r slash hockey jerseys had brought up that, oh, Hey, I've actually kind of seen this Jersey before mm-hmm. starter did this Jersey as their fashion Jersey actually. Huh, cool. Um, but, uh, yeah, this does look like a great look. Um, you could have gone with the gradient version though, which could have been mm. really fun. Uh, but because it's like does, Vancouver did last year. Yeah. Uh, but because it does still look good though, uh, three out of five for me. Cool. Played it just a little safe. It safe, looks good, but, but enough that yeah, you, you get good marks. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, next up, the San Jose Sharks, who are hearkening back to uh, the California Golden Seals, the California Seals, the Oakland Seals, whatever name <laughs> you want to call them. Uh, but in particular, uh, I guess this would be the California Golden Seals. Uh, this look coming from 1974 to 1976. 
if you just released this jersey as like, we're going to do something totally new and modern, here is a white jersey that just says sharks, I would hate it. But because <laughs> of the history of the Golden Seals and it, it, it kind of being the start of hockey in California, I think it's uh, very, very cool that they went that far back and then just uh, just updated the word mark. But like, obviously... the it starts and ends with S. There's an A in there, so like it's there's a lot of similarities, even just in the word, but it's different mm-hmm. enough. Um, I this this one knocked it out of the park. It was a bold move by them, I think, but it's it looks really really good. I, it's my fourth favorite jersey. Five out of five. Big old win for the San Jose Sharks, which is the nicest thing I'm ever going to say about that. <laughs> uh, this one I have at a two out of five because excuse me is at least a retro idea. Um, I'm again. There, there, there are some jerseys in here that are def- that were definitely considered ugly and whatnot. But mm-hmm. all you did was just put your own name on it instead. Doesn't quite work as much for me. So I would add a two out of five, being okay. nice. Mm-hmm. However, though, as an entire kit, like, like helmet, gloves, everything. Mm-hmm. If the rumor is true about trying to bring back the white skates as well, this will become a five out of five <laughs> <laughs> just for the white skates. Cause yeah, I want to see it come back. <laughs> it fair. would be funny. So yeah. Um, yeah. Cool. Uh, all ah, right. Tabs are getting longer, which is yeah. good. <laughs> Next up we have the Seattle Kraken who are hearkening back to uh, in Seattle hockey history. Uh, with the Iron Men of, I got to double check, but I want to say it was like the 1920s or 40s. Let me double check here. But Carter, your thoughts. Okay. Yeah, so this is one of two teams that get a little bit more leniency because they are very new to the league. Um, it looks retro. It's uh, it's The logo's the same, so I'm not sure how I feel about that. I feel like you could have taken this as an opportunity to add more red, but it's the striping harkens back to, like you said, the uh, the Iron Men, uh, yeah, way back uh, to the Seattle Metropolitans. So I think it it works. It's a three out of five. You you did well. The, the Seattle's obviously like the new kid in class that like mm-hmm. um, say would come through in the second half of the year. But the current project is to like take something you did in earlier in the year and like an art class and just tweak it a little bit and improve based off of what you've learned. But obviously they didn't do the first project. So the teacher's like, just do a jersey, make it cool and look old and do, just do your best. So yeah. they're going to pass that way, three out of five. They kind of had to do what Vegas did for the reverse retros as well because they didn't have a jersey history or much of their own history where they had to go back yeah. to another team that was in their city at one point. So, uh, yeah. yeah, so I did double check. The Ironmen were uh, 1947 to 48 um, for the PCHL, the Pacific Coast Hockey League there. Okay. Cool. Um, yeah, this is a jersey that, yes, there's a lot of stripes going on, but this one works for me, weirdly. Mm-hmm. Um, and what we were talking about off air was that I think there's just one too many blues in the Seattle jersey striping palette i guess um if you just had the navy and this seafoam blue or like surf blue whatever you want to call it surf green Mm -hmm. um would be perfect i think um this jersey i really enjoy um four to five for me 
Nice. So, and for those who are wanting the Metropolitans to be the basis for this jersey, what I've heard is that the Kraken have a Metropolitans-based uh, look kind of it's something they want to save for something later. Okay, so. for Christmas? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Are they going to give away candy canes on the yeah. game closest to... Pro- pro- like More like a like an alternate jersey or uh, say like a winter classic or oh, something. Okay, like yeah, yeah, so. which makes sense. Yeah, yeah. You, you don't want to lock it into a reverse retro program. So yeah. I get it. Uh, next up, the St. Louis Blues, who this jersey is actually really interesting. The... The original jersey has never actually seen NHL ice. This is based off of the first look of the St. Louis Blues that was in newspapers uh, back in 66, 67, before the team started playing. Uh, They then updated their jersey to be uh, what the now alternate is based off of. I think the first winter classic, that powder blue jersey. Okay. Um, So this one actually has never seen NHL ice before. So this will be the first time for it. Mm -hmm. I... I originally did not like this jersey at all. And again, it's the same thing we talked about last year. You're the Blues. How do you have a red-based jersey? How do you have a yellow-based jersey, right? But this Um, time it works. This time it works. And especially knowing the history of it, too. Because I originally had it pretty low because I was like, you you just didn't even try to include blue. But like now that I know that it's a throwback to a prototype jersey which is sick that is that's a ballsy move to do something (laughs) that very few people have ever seen um i i had to put this one up to a four out of five because it it's not i can't put it with the five out of five tiers but it is very 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 nice i like it yeah this one i have it as, as a four out of five this jersey does just look beautiful like as much as the striping can be kind of out there a little bit it still works as like a modern jersey i mm-hmm. guess um yeah the original logo is total mid-60s oh yeah uh, mid-60s vibes and that kind of thing if they were to bring this back as uh like a fifth jersey for them i guess because they have yeah. the 90s jerseys for retro nights and uh their original look as uh the alternate i don't think anybody would really be disappointed and yeah the no. one time that not having blue as the base works for this team yeah so yeah i have it as a, as a four out of five this is a this is a cool jersey i think for sure for sure uh all right next up we have the tampa bay lightning going back to 1996 to 99 with their first attempt at a third jersey the storm jersey as it's known as this is reverse retro 2.0's wild wing jersey <laughs> you took at a jersey that most people hate and they only like it because it's got like a it's like a cult following in a way like a, yeah a cult classic i guess where it's just so bad it's good now kind of thing like it's so and, out there like yeah. look at what look at how stupid we were in the 90s that's what this jersey <laughs> says um but the boldness to go back to it and uh give it the white base so that the uh the blue waves on the bottom really stand out keeping the the yellow uh, lightning bolts on the arms is hilarious. And the I'm, I'm assuming it's supposed to be rain in the background yeah. in a storm. Yeah, like it's there's just so much working for this jersey. It's a, it's a five out of five for me. I had this one ranked uh, sixth overall. So it's, it, it's great. Uh, this one I also have as a five out of five, actually. They yeah, you do. managed to make this one look good. Um, not that I... I Again, this is one of those 90s jerseys that is so outlandish that I like it. 
I guess. Because mm-hmm. there are some when I say like outlandish jerseys, there are some that are bad. Um, this one just kind of works, especially for a newer team at the time, like Tampa Bay, right? You're tapping into a new market, try something new with the look. Mm-hmm. Um, I have it as a five out of five, and they are using the original logo still. Um, yeah. Which they should be. The only thing that bothers me about that logo is that it has two different fonts. From a design perspective, I've that's always bugged me. I hate when people point that out because I don't <laughs> notice that kind of shit. So when they do, then I I can't unsee it, and now I want to put it at a little Beside, lower. No, I can't. I can't put it. Lower. Besides <laughs> that, though, um, this is a jersey that I'd like to do a side by side comparison of actually because the lightning bolts on the sleeves, I think, on the original were sublimated. So if you don't know what sublimation is, it's like uh, it's it's dye printing into the fabric itself. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is how you're able to come up with a lot of these ideas that are more art pieces in a way. Yeah. Um, on this one, though, from the pictures that I was looking at, it's actually stitched on. So oh, I'd, I'd just love to see like how much of a weight difference there is, I guess. So yeah. um, And they're going with like the the electric numbering as well, still mm-hmm. from the originals. It, it's, it's home run. It's fantastic. Yeah. Uh, five out of five. Uh, all right, next one is the Toronto Maple Leafs, who uh, they kind of go back to a jersey that they have referenced in the past. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is kind of based on their 2008 to 2011 uh, alternate, which also was worn as an alternate 2000 to 2007, which looks to be more based on the... Uh, 1958 to 1967 look uh, of the of the Maple Leafs just flipped the blue and white. So another jersey that I think falls victim to you haven't changed your look a whole lot throughout mm-hmm. the years. Um, this is one that genuinely like looks old, looks retro yeah. to me. So that's where it does bump it up a slight bit in my head if I were to do like a 1 to 32 ranking. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do have it as a 2 out of 5 personally because there's... I'd love to see the Maple Leafs and they're going to hate this because Montreal or Ottawa colors. Uh, you think Maple Leafs, at least for me, you think the Canadian flag, which is red. I want to see a red Maple Leafs jersey. Yeah. Just for fun. Because if the if the Blue Jays can do it, which again I know mm-hmm. they don't have currently at least any Canadian rivals or that. Yeah. But if the Blue Jays can do it, the Maple Leafs should be able to as well. I think it'd be fun. Even mm-hmm. just like a one off jersey. You wear it less than your St. Pat's jerseys. That'd be fun. Yeah. Well, like what Montreal did where they went to like, oh, let's go to, to like our city's history. Right? Like Toronto mm-hmm. is like one of the most like known Canadian cities outside of Canada. Like, yes, Ottawa is the capital. Yeah. But Toronto is like, it, it, I guess like Canada's city. Like they have, they are the only um, NBA. They have the only Canadian NBA team. They have the only Canadian MLB team, right? Like they have one of only a few um, oh. soccer teams, right? So like, I, that's, I, I agree with you hundred percent. Like try something new. Like you can do something new with this. Do, do red in there because the blue and the white isn't reverse retro. I don't care when the jersey's from. I don't care how fat you make the leaf. I don't 
It doesn't matter. You're still just making another Maple Leafs jersey. It's not mm-hmm. anything new. And they tried adding gray of all colors last year, and that was off. Yeah, choice. this one is at least better than last year's. <laughs> yeah, it is. I still have it as at number 30 out of 32, so it's still not great. I gave it a 1 out of 5. But if you're just, like, to go back to your Canada example, give it white chest with a red maple leaf, and then arms are red so that when the players are standing there, they just look like a Canada flag. That would be just so wild and cool for something like this. Not even cool. Wild and dorky, but it works for something like this, you know? Okay, so you got me thinking of how, you know, the Canadians were hearkening back to the Expos a little bit. Oh, yeah. Oh, man, if they do a Raptors color. Yes. Leafers, that's what you're thinking? <laughs> oh, boy. That would be cool, actually. Black <laughs> and I kind of want to do it now. Yeah. Black and red with like a, a dinosaur just stepping on leaves or something. Or a dinosaur <laughs> hiding in a bush that's covered in I was going to say you leaves. go like, I don't know. 90, like 90s Raptors, like the, like the purple with the red. Oh, I forgot that, they did like, that. that. That color, like the, the mix of those colors works for me i i still yeah. want like an original i'm not much of a basketball fan i'd love to go to a game though because like mm-hmm. the atmosphere is crazy um i'd love to add like an original raptors jersey to the collection though that'd be kind mm-hmm. of fun yeah L- like you said it falls victim to you haven't changed your history in, yeah. in forever but look at some of these other teams that haven't changed their history like montreal like you can still find a way to make it cool um, so even Chicago and Detroit, like at least they tried. It's a swing and a miss and three strikes. Yeah. Out, right. But like it's they tried. They tried. The, the Leafs didn't try. <laughs> uh, Fuck, do I'll... a reverse retro to the, the Bieber jersey for all I care. It's at least different oh, than blue and white. <laughs> It'd be interesting. Anyways, uh... I could talk about this for a while. So we can move on. <laughs> all right. Uh Next up is the Vancouver Canucks, who harken back to the original Vancouver Canucks of the former Western Hockey League uh, that debuted in uh, 1962. Cool. Uh, Oh, sorry. Before entering the NHL in 1970, the Vancouver Canucks debuted in the former Western Hockey League in 1945 with Johnny Canuck as their logo, I think in... I think there's a couple teams that kind of ran by the Canucks and had Johnny Canuck on the crest. The one okay. I saw, I think this jersey specifically, it doesn't say in the write-up here, but if I remember correctly, it's based off of uh, 1967. In okay. Gotcha. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I love it. Because the, the original had a lighter blue, right, rather than the more navy blue. Is that right? Uh, I think so. Uh, I think yeah. the colors were just like slightly different yeah so, yeah so like it's it's not too different that way yeah it, it's more of a lighter blue rather than the darker navy i suppose um but i mean it's what fans wanted so there, there's that um it's it's very retro the numbers on the front um is a nice touch i think for in terms of retro it's not the best but i you, you still went retro and flipped some colors around and Went a little bit above and beyond there. So four out of five uh, for me, which was my, uh, you understood the assignment. Yeah, this one I have as a four out of five as well. Uh, Something interesting about this one actually is uh, the numbers will be on the right sleeve and the chest. They won't be on the left sleeve at all. Oh, cool. Um, This one 
put it there's one color that put it a little bit higher than like put it up higher in the rankings for me and that's that off white mm-hmm. to actually make it look like an old jersey um yeah, i do nice like touch. that i'm a sucker for the johnny canuck logo how vancouver hasn't used that yet like outside of their helmets basically mm-hmm. um is beyond me uh this one i have is a four out of five i like this jersey cool um all right we got the vegas golden knights who yes are doing their second reverse retro jersey no they're not doing a flip on their gray one or something like that uh this one kind of twists the idea of reverse retro by imagining what the team would have looked like in 1995 again they kind of get a pass like seattle for their lack of team history so um so I, I like how they interpreted it. I think that that's a good way of doing it. And obviously you have to do something a little different than what you did last year. Um, so the, I think they've successfully done that. I originally had them at a three out of five. And I know that we're not throwing the full kit into here. So this didn't, this kind of influenced my ranking, but not really. Uh, the, the pants are going to have a, uh, a gold sword on them, similar to how like mm-hmm. the, the Tampa Bay Lightning have like the zigzag pattern, and, and some of the other teams have done. So I do like that, and that sort of bumped it up for me. Um, if they would have included that on the sleeve of the jersey, five out of five, absolutely. I think that they played it a little safe in that way by not adding some of the mid '90s tackiness in a way. Um, yeah, but that was until I found out this jersey is gonna. Frickin' glow in the dark. Are you yeah. shitting me? That what an idea, man. That is there is that 90s tack that I yep. freaking love. Um, not good enough to put it into five out of five, but holy smokes, is it uh at the top end, just slightly behind Johnny Canuck in my four out of five tier, because that is that is gonna be cool. Yeah, it's definitely gonna be a fun jersey for um especially with how Vegas likes to do their pregame stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know they're going to have these jerseys like under bright lights to absorb as much light as it can to do that glow-in-the-dark effect. Um, yeah, it's going to look cool uh, with the idea in mind of making it look like if they were around in 95, nails it. Um, the fonts of old Vegas uh, hotels, the Excalibur, and I forget what the numbers come from offhand yeah i don't remember um my favorite part about this jersey is they really bring to the forefront uh lesser colors in their palette of black and red a little bit more mm-hmm. um and, get and they don't include the, the gray because i know you yeah the gray <laughs> get rid of the gray so um yeah for for me i i do really like this jersey i'm not much of a diagonal word uh across the chest but Again, keeping in mind with the '90s and whatnot, I think this would this this pops straight out of 1995. I think so. I have it as a sure. four out of five, for sure, for sure. All right, we got two left here. We got the Washington Capitals, who are going back to uh, their look of uh, Olaf Kolzig, and uh, also though some hard times for Washington Capitals fans mm-hmm. before Ovechkin. Uh, came around, which I was kind of laughing. I think for like throwback jerseys, Ovechkin's technically worn three because I guess he's worn both versions of the original look from the 70s. Um, But the other retro jersey that he's worn or throwback, uh, 
was a jersey that he did wear actually with that first reverse retro mm-hmm. uh in his rookie season so but um yeah this one goes back to the blue jersey from 95 to 2000 and uh flips the black and the and the blue on each other i'll say it at first I liked this jersey, but I wasn't as big on it because mm-hmm. I feel like Washington set the bar so high with their first one. Yeah. But the more I look at it, the more I just appreciate how great this jersey looks. Um, and this is my last five out of five on my list. This nice. thing looks Damn. beautiful, and I wish I could get my hands on one, and I know I'm not going to be able to. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> I'm breaking some of my own rules again because it's – they did the same jersey as last year with, or the same style of jersey, I should say, with the Screaming mm-hmm. Eagle, but last year's had the modern colors, whereas this one is the old colors but reversed. So in, if I followed what I did for some of the other teams, it should be down a little lower, two out of five, but yeah, come on, you can't put this that low. It's, you just can't. So yeah. it's, a, it's a four out of five for me. I think it's, it's very nice. All right, and the last one here, there we go, is the Winnipeg Jets who are going back to uh, the 90s, the day uh, or the days of uh, Timo Solani. Uh, yeah, 1990 to 1996, and throwing on some modern blues onto the classic look. Yeah, this... Uh, this one just doesn't do it for me. Like, yeah, you follow the definition of reverse retro, but it's it's on the the white away jersey. Like, yeah, there's there's no red in there. Where like, and you still have red in your current jersey. So why couldn't you put some red in there? Like, it's very similar to their last one too. Where like they just, I mean, their last one again had a lot of gray in it, but like it, it just wasn't working. Like, it's just not a fantastic jersey and this is another one where i'm just like this isn't a fantastic jersey you have you just have a couple different shades of blue on a white jersey and it's Mm -hmm. it's just not nice to look at i guess so they they tried a little bit better but it's it's my second least favorite jersey because nothing is as bad as that flyers jersey (laughs) (laughs) this jersey it still looks good i like the look of it um i have it as a three out of five um We've seen this look kind of harken back to a little bit already with both uh, heritage jerseys that they've done, which I don't know. It, it always feels like they're toying with going to that look full time, and I wouldn't be opposed to that. It is a great look um, for me, though, and I don't know if it's just they feel it's too soon. They're embarrassed by it. I want a Winnipeg throwback to Atlanta to the good old thrashers, to the days yeah. of Ilya Kovalchuk. Um, yeah, why not, right? And and Danny Heatley there. Um, yeah, 50 and 07. <laughs> I think it would be so much fun to do a thrashers-inspired jersey. I also wonder if it's an NHL thing of like, do not go anywhere near that because it almost feels like an embarrassment on the NHL's part. More embarrassing than the Arizona Coyotes? <laughs> Don't know, man. So, <laughs> um, yeah, th- this is still a, a great jersey, though, I think. But for me, it just leaves something to be desired. Mm-hmm. Um, and the lack of red, like it just, a, just a touch of red would help pop this a little bit more. 
Yeah. Um, even I, if it was just red around the numbers, that would be great. Mm-hmm. I have it as a three out of five. Yeah. Again, like they're not quite on the level as Toronto, obviously, but they're they really pride themselves on being like a Canadian uh, market. Yeah. yeah. Like the red is in there because they're like we are, uh, we are like we are the North. Like that's yeah. that's kind of their thing. Like, I know that's the Toronto Raptors, right? But like they true North. Are we is the their, North, uh, but yeah. Oh yeah, that's what it is. Sorry. Yeah. Um, but no, like, that's, yeah, that's yeah, that idea. So yeah. That, it's th- well, like why why wouldn't you put the red in there, especially when it is a vintage color for you and it's in your modern jersey and your team is owned by True North. Like it's yeah. it's all about North and all about Canada and you guys are cold as shit, which means you're Canadian. So, <laughs> but like that's um, yeah, it's, yeah, I agree. So there was uh, some artwork that got out as well of a proposed look for the first round of reverse retros that mm-hmm. took this jersey but it was red based that would have been fun to see as well yeah yeah for sure so this this kind of feels just like playing it safe again it looks good but just a little safe in my opinion yeah so all right so yeah that is all 32 jerseys um in no less than an hour and a half <laughs> yeah we took way longer than we, we tried to keep it short, but we were just like, we wanted to talk about these. So yeah, hopefully exactly. if you're still listening to this at this point, thank you very much for listening and giving a shit what we think about it. Yeah. Right. Um, Let us know your thoughts too, though. What you, yeah. if you're going to get an Anaheim Jersey, who are you going to get on it? If you're going to get a name, some of your other favorites, that would be uh fantastic to let us know at quack report pod or down in the comments of the YouTube video or whatever. Yeah. So I am pulling up right now. So Carter, here are your rankings that you at least gave to me here. Yeah, uh, yeah, I'll move you, yeah. Nashville down, but so, but uh, yeah, if you want to read it off quick, go ahead. We'll go, we'll go five to five to one. Yeah, sure. Yeah, and, and mine, I, I tried my best to do one to thirty-two as well, so I ranked kind of within the tier, subject to change day by day. But as of uh, as of today, so I had Florida, Arizona, Los Angeles, San Jose, Nashville, Tampa Bay, and Anaheim. Ranking up my five out of five, Vancouver, Vegas, St. Louis, Washington, New York, Islanders, uh, Colorado, Edmonton, Buffalo, and Nashville as my four out of five, Pittsburgh, Seattle, Dallas, Montreal, and Boston as my three out of five, Ottawa, Montreal, Calgary, the New York Rangers, and Columbus is two out of five, and my bottom of the barrel, why even bother tier of one out of five, I have Carolina, Chicago, Detroit, Toronto, Winnipeg, and Philadelphia. All right. And then for myself at the top of the list, five out of five, Anaheim, Boston, Calgary, Edmonton, Tampa, and Washington. Four out of five, LA, Dallas, Vegas, Seattle, St. Louis, Buffalo, and Vancouver. Three out of five, Winnipeg, Arizona, Pittsburgh, New Jersey, Minnesota, Colorado, and the Rangers. Uh, two out of five, the Islanders, the uh, San Jose, Detroit, Toronto, Montreal, and Carolina. And then one out of five, Ottawa, Nashville, Columbus, Philadelphia, Florida, and Chicago. I think the only ones we agreed on in the same tiers were Anaheim, Tampa, Vegas, Vancouver. Um, I think... Uh, Pittsburgh. Oh, yes, Pittsburgh. Philadelphia in the bottom tier. Chicago in the bottom tier. Yeah. And, and Philly. 
Yeah, I counted them. So seven. Oh, okay. We agreed on seven. And, and yeah. a lot of them are close to like within one tier difference. But yeah. Those are the ones that were exactly the seven same. out of 32 actually like agreeing out of like out of five. But not bad. <laughs> it's not bad. Yeah. I like how evenly spread out yours are too. I think it's uh, yeah. as close as you can get, really. So completely unintentional as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cool. But yeah. So yeah. That's our that's our rankings of the reverse retro jerseys. And I wish we could do this all again. But mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I would love for whoever picks up the NHL uh jersey sponsor, like or contract, whatever, mm-hmm. to be able to continue on this idea of the reverse retro program. But yeah. Probably not. Maybe we'll see yeah. something new though, because I know, like you know, uh, differently do like uh, like color rush or mm-hmm. uh, like kind of based on their cities or that kind of thing. So I'm sure yeah. we'll see something else because jerseys sure. sell. We all know that. Oh so, yes, yeah. Dude. If it makes the NHL money, the NHL is gonna try to do it most of the time. Yeah. Most of the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. So that'll be fun whenever that comes around. Yeah. Um, just to wrap up the episode here, we are going to do some quick preview. Uh, or I guess a quick preview because we only have one game coming up. And a prediction on the Tampa Bay Lightning game, which again, we're doing a watch along for on the THPN YouTube channel. 7 p.m. Pacific time on Wednesday is when the Anaheim Ducks will wrap up their road trip against the Tampa Bay Lightning. And uh, we will see how that goes. Although, to be fair... <laughs> The Lightning haven't had a hot start to the season. No, I think they're what one and three. Uh, at the, at the time sounds right. Recording. Yeah, I something like that. I, I don't know for sure. So, um, I guess we can we can have a look. We we're so focused on the reverse retros, we didn't prepare this necessarily. <laughs> um, no, that's not what I want. Yeah, I believe I saw that they were one and three this morning. So. Yeah, yeah, that sounds. Right. And uh or maybe Oh no, two. they're three and three now. Oh three and three now. Okay. They, they, you're right. So they were one and three at one point. So maybe they're yeah. figuring their their stuff out there. But yeah. um I mean hopefully Tampa's, we get Tampa's the team though, you you can't just look at their record and know what kind of team they are because they've come out and said as long as we make the playoffs, it doesn't matter what spot. Yeah. And so they've that's where it's too, terrifying, so. right? So Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I mean yeah, the, the roster is not too different from previous or from last year. Uh, not yeah. really. Um, got a couple injuries in Anthony Sorelli, Zach Bogosian, Eric Chernak. So kind of throughout the lineup. Oh, who else? Philip Myers. Um, but I mean, they're still a deep team. They are an elite offensive powerhouse. It's uh, it's going to be a tough battle for the Ducks. Yeah, exactly. I am not looking forward to it. The thing that's going to make it better is that we're doing it as a watch along. So everyone, if you're a Ducks fan, can just be in pain with us. Uh, Everyone else can laugh at us. Totally fine. We're just going to have a good time with everybody. Yeah. So, yeah, exactly. That's what we're there for. So, yeah. But uh, yeah, as, as just a game on its own, though, I'm not overly looking forward to this. Uh, mm. score prediction. I'm gonna go mm. I'm gonna hope that John Gibson's doing okay still after yeah. the game uh against Boston there. Oh man. 
A couple nights I, of rest. I'm gonna too. go. I'm gonna go five two for Tampa because just they're offensive. They're a powerhouse. Yeah, it's. I don't want to yeah. see another loss, but it's. Yeah. It feels almost inevitable with just how these two teams are. Yeah, it, it's also the end of a long road trip, right? Which yeah is hard to get a win for. So they'll they'll be back home. Oh, for this. Oh, right. Yeah, because the yeah. Detroit is the end. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, never mind. That kind of changes my thought process. Just a slight bit. Maybe not enough to make a difference in the score, <laughs> but I think. Uh, yeah, I mean you're back home, I guess. So maybe you're you're feeling it with the crowd because mm-hmm. uh, I mean your last home game like two weeks ago was a exciting win. It's early in the season, so fans are actually using their tickets. Uh, I I honestly don't know. This is t- this is really tough. I'm saying that it's going to be five. Four for Tampa. Ooh, tight game. Okay. Uh, oh, sorry. I got to look one other thing. I got to know if we have a chance of seeing Brian Elliott, the backup uh, goalie for Tampa Bay. Like if there's any back-to-back situation. Mm-hmm. They are in L.A. on Tuesday. I think you play Vasilevsky against L.A. I think Anaheim gets Brian Elliott. My 5-4 prediction yeah. seems a lot... Not that Brian Elliott's a bad goalie, but he's not no. Andre Vasilevsky. He's he's no. an average goalie, right? <laughs> not yeah, uh, too elite. So that makes my five four prediction. Uh, it makes me feel a little better about that backup goalie, second yeah, half of yeah, back to enough. back. Yeah, I agree. So with yeah, that's what I'm going with. All right, sounds good. See how she goes there. Okay, um, I guess that's all we have for the episode. Unless Nate, you want to add uh, anything else to this? Uh, beefy episode here nothing okay sounds good (laughs) yeah i think we covered it all hope that we see lots of you uh in the watch along on wednesday it's gonna be a ton of fun win or lose it's always a great time and then we'll be live afterwards to uh give some post-game reaction to the tampa bay lightning on our youtube channel the quack report is what you can search on youtube to find that until we can uh, get a handle with them and yeah nate where can people tell you uh about their Halloween costumes or rip your reverse retro rankings. You can reverse, uh, you can rip my take on the Florida Panthers jersey in particular uh, on Twitter at Tate Namas, T A T E N H O M A S. Yeah, and uh, you can do the same for me with my uh, reverse retro tier list at Carter underscore Potts, P O T T S underscore 97. Thank you guys very much for tuning in. Hope you have a good start to your week. Go, Dex, go, and we'll see you next time.